Hagman and Hagman Report. So glad you can join us. Thank you so much for your belief and trust in us as we walk through this minefield of of current events together. You know, it's uh, as you look at the news, as you look at the headlines, as you look at what is taking place, you've got North Korea. You know, we don't talk much about North Korea because obviously what's, uh, what you know, what can we really say, of course, if you go back through the history books, Go through history. How did North Korea develop to where it's at right now? Well, obviously, North Korea came to be through a series of compromises by various administrations, starting with and especially the Clinton administration. Much news to get into tonight. Got a great show lined up for you. A couple of uh, matters of housekeeping. First of all, uh, Joe's got a scheduled day off today. Not a problem. Going to fly it solo. First guest coming out of the gate, Josh Tully. Fantastic, fantastic uh, talk show host. A man of a uh, uh, very learned man. How's that? That's the, the word of the day, learned man. And then uh, we have, uh, uh, well, the show's going to be great. By the way, Stan Dale is, is not going to be with us tonight. He is uh, ill. Well, he actually had surgery. I shouldn't say ill. He had surgery last Friday. He's still in a lot of pain. So it, it, it's difficult for him to sit and to sit. And, so to spare him that agony, Stan Dale has the, the, the week off, and we wish him well and send him a nice little email. Uh, tell him not only will he be missed or is he being missed, that, uh, send him an email. Tell him that we, we wish a, a very good recovery for him. Um. Our first guest uh, today, Josh Tully, just a fantastic, uh, a fantastic man, the author of Evangelpreneur, and I probably said that wrong. That's okay. I, I really mispronounced the title of that book. It, it doesn't take away or should not detract from the value of that book. I, I'm going to tell you, it, it, it gives you insight how biblical free enterprise can empower your faith, family, and freedom. Really, it's fantastic, you know. Eric has a copy of the book. Uh, Joe and I both have copies, as the, as do many of our friends. It's uh, very popular, and and that's what it, that's what it's all about. And again, I want to thank everyone for joining us, and thanks so much for uh, thanks so much for your your belief. As a matter of fact, Eric just brought over his copy. Thank you. Sign. Here it is, right here. Evangelpreneur. Okay. And um, this is a great book. Uh, see, we do actually read. We do read. It's a fantastic book. And I'm interested to get uh, Josh Tully's take. He's, Josh Tully's got a, a very popular um, very popular talk show as well. And I'm very interested to get his take on a number of issues uh, concerning what's taking place, especially inside the Beltway. You know, and I talked about this during my during my show. And if I might, 
if I may, that is, if you haven't done so already. Here's what I ask. I ask that you check out the my program, The Doug Hagman Show, that airs from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Global Star Radio Network and BTR. Now, people have said, why don't you put it on podcast? I'm not even sure what that means. Uh, it's, it's on Stitcher. It's on uh, BTR. It's on, if it's on iTunes, it's, those are all podcasts, as you know, Eric says. So, so there you go. Um, I've kept it off of YouTube um, for a while. I mean, and, and I intend to kind of keep it off for a while. So, anyway, uh, so go to BTR. As a matter of fact, that's your best listening option. And listen to that. And I ask you a favor. Follow the show on BTR. Just click the follow button. You'll see it when you go to, um, if you, if you go, if you go to com, click on the links. It'll take you to our show page. And Joe and John have a, a show from 2 to 3 p.m. I've got one from 9 to, 9 to 10 a.m. And I go over a number of different news items, Joe and John, more conversational, and uh, yet they go through their news items as well. But the bottom line is this. Uh, we need to get the – we've expanded our, our we expanded our reach. We've expanded our information platform. And I'm going to say hello to Karen in Rome. Thank you so much for your email. My goodness, it's uh, it's great to know you listen and uh, – uh, it's great to know you listen to the to the new show as well, and, and as well from all the people I heard from uh, people in, in the Netherlands and Finland and Germany and the UK, uh, Canada, so many people. So thank you for that. I really appreciate that. Check out today's broadcast as well. When I talked about <clears throat> the forty nine page playbook that we have, that's. <laughs> That's published. It gives the tactics and the layout of what the communist progressive socialists are intending to do, and that is run opposition and oppose everything, be roadblocks for the forward movement of America as a nation. Nationalism has become a bad word, of course, and of course what they want to do is uh, be, be uh, wage war on anyone who believes that our nation is exceptional. They want to wage war on every person that believes marriage between a man and the wife is a marriage between is a real marriage and everything else is fraudulent. They want to wage war on people who believe that Islam is uh, not what not what it says it is. They want to wage. But most importantly, they want to take down, take out Donald Trump. They want to take down our presidency. They want to delegitimize. That's our whole goal. Uh, but I, I talked about it today nine nine to ten. 49 pages of how they are going to do exactly what I just said, to delegitimize Donald Trump, have him impeached, or or just get rid of him by any means necessary. The the who, the what, the how, and the why is all built into the 49 pages. As soon as I catch my breath, I again, I, I intend to write a report on this because this is so important. I mean, when somebody hands you their playbook... There it is. And you know, um, I, I want to mention this. I was up extremely early or extremely late, depending on what your viewpoint is. And I think I was at four this morning when I was in my office. I was, you know how you get tired of, okay, I, I've had enough news. I just need a moment. I just need a moment. Lady, the studio dog looked at me and said, you know, are you going to, what's up with you? 
You know, she's she looking at me like, you know, I, hey, turn on a, turn on like, you know, National Geographic, a dog show or something, will you? Um, I brought her to the studio early, early this morning. And what I ended up doing was I, I found Rudy, the 1993 film Rudy on, I think it was TBS or something. And I watched that. I don't know how many people have seen Rudy. I was at Notre Dame. Actually, it, it was filmed in 1992. It came out in 93. 9293 is when the the film crew was at Notre Dame. And it's a, this is about a young man in Tennessee playing uh football for Notre Dame. Rudy's a is just a great movie. Bottom line, I, I watched it and it just brought back so many memories, but the and and I sent a, a Twitter message out about it this morning. You know, we're all champions. We are all champions and and never give up on your dream. You could be a young millennial right now listening to this program for the first time or you could be middle-aged or advanced in years D- don't give up uh, do not say you don't have a dream a goal objective because once you do that you stop living and i i hope uh josh tolly i'm sure he'll, he'll be talking about this as well but i'm going to tell you something i believe that if you really put your mind to it I mean, aside from, you know, something totally ridiculous. You can do it. You can do it. So that's my encouraging word of the day. But I just happened to uh, be reminded when I was in my office and uh, Rudy ended like at uh, 6 o'clock this morning, the movie, and I thought, wow, how great. How great is that? And I remember I remember actually seeing the the film crew there and uh, seeing the the, the extras and and, the it was it was just fun. It was a fun time. What is that now? Twenty some years ago. My goodness, thirty? No, thirty? Twenty? Twenty some years ago. Great movie. Great message. Heartfelt. Now watch. I'm gonna get a bunch of emails saying, "Well, you Jesuit spy, you." But Notre Dame, huh? <laughs> Can't win. Um. Anyway. So. Um. Also. I want to mention another bit of housekeeping. If you haven't done so already, make sure if you're in the market for various books, uh, other items, WND Superstore. WND Superstore. Use promo code Hagman. I want to mention that because we've partnered up with WND, the great, the great organization. They've got the Jonathan Kahn collection. They've got just, uh, just a number of books about, uh, uh, Current events, prophecy, whatever you might be looking at. They also have, I mean, my goodness, they've got water filters. They've got, I'm just saying, they've got jewelry. They've got, uh, I didn't know how much stuff they had. Their books, of course, you know, no campus for white men. They've got uh, just a number of things. But uh, go to WND Superstore, superstore.wnd.com. But the important thing is use the promo code Hagman and uh, help us as we continue to, to expand our radio enterprise and our broadcasting enterprise. And we've expanded it by, uh, by what, 10 hours a week now. We've, uh, we've brought John in from the West Coast. We are, we are really moving forward and we expect to have just a fabulous, fabulous time, uh, of, of expansion and, uh, to reaching out to more people, getting the truth out to more people and doing so with, uh, with with great effect and it's because of you 
and I thank each and every one of you from the heart, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much. I got to mention too, my wife had uh, contacted me at the studio, and she said, "Hey, guess who's playing in our hometown today?" And I'm thinking, I don't know, you know, trick question, as if I would ever even think about that, or she would. Turns out, Stephanie Quayle, Steve Quayle's daughter, is uh, headlining in our hometown at a uh, uh, outdoor music festival. So she's a great young lady, and I wish I had a chance to go down and, and see her but uh, and talk with her for a little bit. But Stephanie Quayle, Steve's daughter, what a great, what a great voice, what a, what a talented singer! My goodness, Stephanie Quayle. So maybe another time. Uh, but uh, so th- th- that's great. Don't forget, folks, follow the Hagman Report on social networking, uh, Hagman Report on Facebook, Hagman Report on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter, Hagman PI, that's Hagman PI, or Douglas.Hagman on Facebook. But uh, do so. And of course, Tech Eric as well. You know, he's busily, uh, he's working behind the scenes. You know, it's pretty cool. Uh, so having said all that, do we have Josh Tully? Do we have? Uh, we do. So we've got liftoff. Josh Hawley is a, is a good friend of the show, good a friend of mine. I've met him. I've talked with him. I've been able to sit down with him, pick his brain a little bit. Josh Hawley's show, fantastic radio show. Actually, I, I, I have it on um, very free, very frequently when I'm in my office alone listening to what he's got to say, kind of going over the landscape. Josh Hawley, welcome to the Hagman Report. Hey, brother. Thank you so much for having me again. And congratulations on all the growth and success you guys are having. Well, thank you. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of like we're, we're up, I gotta tell you, we're outpacing our, we are outpacing our supply lines. So we need help. Help, <laughs> help. Hey, you know. That's a good problem to have. It, well, it is. Except when the bills come due and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, you know. But, um, yeah. So, uh, however, however, we've got such a great audience and so many people have, are, are, are backing us, kind of like your audience. You've got a fantastic audience, and you've just a wonderful show. For the people who don't know, Josh, give a plug for your show. Tell people about a little bit about yourself. Sure. Uh, the show just celebrated its sixth year. We just had a number of new affiliates. It airs Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. But, of course, people love to listen to the podcast version of it, so they can always get it on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, uh, we have a Josh Tully Show app on Apple as well as Android and I think even Kindle. Uh, so, yeah, Monday through Friday, been doing it for a long time, using logic, reason, and strategy, giving people a little bit of a of a different perspective than what they're used to. Logic, reason, and strategy. And, and <laughs> you know, if people would employ one of the three, um, they'd be better off, but all three, they, <laughs> and you, you attack it that way, and I'm, I'm, I'm uh, that's pretty cool. Alright, so I gotta ask you, um, and congratulations, six years. That is. Six years. Do you feel it? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, wow. So I mean, I mean uh, yeah, kinda. I mean, kinda. I'm, I'm, I'm about to turn 40, so I started the show when I was 33. Uh, so yeah, you know, I'm, I'm starting to think, man, how, how the world has changed, but to be honest, I'm also thinking, wow, how right have we been? Both our show and your show, and I remember appearances on yours where we've nailed the predictions. You've been on mine where you've nailed the predictions. So really, we're we're at that point now where we're getting a track record where people can look at alternative media and say, hey, wait a second, 
uh, not only is that a better source, but dang, they're they're pretty accurate. So that that I'm really enjoying, and I think that's part of the reason why we're exploding. Uh, your your channel's exploding, ours is exploding, and I, I think that's why because now we've become too big to ignore in a sense. You know. That's a good point. We've become too big to ignore. But, you know, I, I watch as we are quietly added to, to watch lists. Like, for example, you know, the right wing watch list is, is, or the right wing watch or, um, the ACLU, but not necessarily those groups, but groups like them. And yet they are attempting very hard to ignore us, but yet we are getting too big to ignore. And, and that is something to say. Um, and, and we've, it, wow, you know, yeah. But you've been, you've been really right on the mark. And I remember this, and I was talking to Tech Eric uh, before the show, and you were one of the few people before the election said, this is kind of how it's going to go. And, man, it's gone pretty much the way you said it it, it would go. Um, very interesting with Donald Trump, the election. And so I look back and I think, wow, yeah. you know, um, and I got to replace some of those because, because at the time I'm thinking, man, man, you know what, uh, boy, he's going on a limb there, but man, you, you were right on the money. What's on your radar right now, uh, in terms of what are you looking at that you think is the most important given the, the well, political, uh, political and uh, even the geopolitical landscape? That's that's a good question. I think uh, some of the things that are are on my radar in the news anyway are things like uh, everybody seems to be out of D.C. right now, which of course is always a little odd. It's kind of like the FBI shutting down their World Trade Center office on 9/11, right? So uh, that's a little little odd. The um, the fact that I, I heard I read today that Trump has now surrounded himself with more generals than anybody since Eisenhower. And he might even be adding one or two more to take the lead in that category before too long. That's a little concerning. Not that generals are necessarily bad people, but it's a little concerning. Uh, we have the economy based on this false uh, success. You know, the oh record record number of uh, of Dow average is twenty two thousand. Yay! Yeah, but there's no real substantial economic growth to support that. Uh, news article out today, more Americans are having to work two and three jobs than any time before. So we see these things like, well, unemployment is falling. Well, it's because more and more people are taking more and more part-time jobs. I just dealt with a couple last week. The wife has three part-time jobs. The husband has a full-time job and a part-time job. So, oh, yay, we should be happy that uh, unemployment's down? No, no, no. People aren't making enough. And when people aren't making enough, it's just like a precursor to Venezuela. Everybody thought, hey, well, it must be going good because look at what they're doing down there. Sean Penn's down there celebrating, and they're they're bragging how they have a, a 4% unemployment rate. Then all of a sudden, crack, and out comes the weasel. So uh, those are some of the things that are, are on my radar. And, of course, North Korea, kind of, I think it's kind of like cheese on a mouse trap, and that's coming out more today, saying uh, North Korea saying they might target Guam as an attack. And of course, we're going to be preemptive, right? So yeah. three, two, one, get ready for that, and you know, away we go. Do, do you think? Okay, so how concerned are you that? And, and this, to me, is like the big question of the day. Anytime you turn on the news and there's discussion in North Korea, well, they've got uh, potentially an ICBM that could reach Chicago or the west coast of the United States, or at the very least, certainly lob a couple, you know, across the uh, DMZ or the uh, uh, 
33rd parallel. How concerned are you that we're looking at some some event, or is this well, just I'm, all bluster? I'm 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 more concerned not because of the technology that they've developed, but the need to go to war, and and I'll kind of explain that. So you have Trump take office, and there's this whole Russian collusion thing. We know that Hillary was more in collusion with Russia than Trump was. Everybody knows that. That's a fact. Hillary, Lynch, Comey, now all admitting that they are criminals, we might as well lock them up. But we also know that Trump has a, a pretty short temper. So you float this little balloon out there that says, oh, Russian collusion, Russian collusion, we'll get Donald Trump Jr. involved in this, throw in Kushner just for the Illuminati's sake and make this all weird and, and spicy gumbo. But then you're going to have to distract the world from this gumbo. And how do you do that? Well, you get into a war. Just like Bill Clinton went into Somalia because every, he wanted everybody to forget he was stooping uh, Monica Lewinsky in the Oval Office. Same sort of thing. And this looks a lot like, well, I need to distract everybody from what's going on. Look around the planet. Oh, look at that. North Korea. And it, like I, I referenced earlier, it seems like that little bit of cheese on a mouse trap, right? Right. Somebody put the cheese there. Because True. think about this. If, if North Korea really wanted a nuke, they could have had one at any time in the past 50 years. They have friends in Iran. They have friends in China. They even have some whispered friends in Russia. So they could, those allies could lose one somehow, and it could end up in North Korea. So the reality is they could have had one. The problem with this is if it is a mouse trap, what is it a mouse trap for? North Korea has a very large army, but they have a very outdated army. So they couldn't really launch an invasion into the U.S. They could lob some stuff over here and make it nasty. But the reality is that if we were going to fight them, it would be fighting them in North Korea, which would be entrenched, and it could be a very long and nasty war, especially because half these people think that what's-his-face, Kim Jong-un, is some sort of non-defecating deity. And so you have this sort of entrenchment. But the, the reality is you have all these troops that are from China lining up on the Korean border. And you have Russia lining up on their shared little portion of the Korean border. Yep. And you have this situation where you're saying, okay, well, is China for us or against us? Now, they've appeared to be for us as of late, saying, yeah, we're going to sign off on this U.N. Security Council resolution to issue more sanctions on North Korea. But... They've also violated six of the things that they agreed to since meeting with Donald Trump just a few months ago. So you have to wonder, what are they up to? Hmm. If this were going to go to a full-scale war, I would think that North Korea wouldn't do it alone. They would do it with an ally, because they know they would need an ally in order for this to be successful. So then you have to wonder, well, wait a second, was this a, a potential ally of North Korea saying, hey, tell you what, we'll put the cheese out there, you be the bait, and when the big bad bully comes around, we'll take a bat to him. So that's that's kind of a, a, a proliferary concern I have. Uh, an, an attached concern to that is I'm afraid that we might have an attack from North Korea somewhere in America. Wink, wink. Yes. North Korea didn't do it, but it kind of looks like they did, so let's blame them, and then next thing you know, off we go. Interesting. And I, I, I think, lights out too. I mean, it could be it could be a lights out scenario as we've been talking about. And, and how how convenient would that be? As you had stated. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But yeah, you're we no. got to watch that. Yeah, you do. You, you you really do because I mean the same thing happened in Vietnam. You know, obviously we're in a, a mild conflict there, and then what do you know? A ship goes down, and then for the rest of the entire war, 
the Vietnamese never went after another ship. How coincidental. <laughs> so, <laughs> right? I mean, the one thing you did Sorry. that actually worked and you never tried again? <laughs> anyway, so you you have that, that situation that's just teed up perfectly for, for Trump, whether it's an organic uh, attack from North Korea or a synthetic one that gets, you know, blamed on North Korea. Either way, this thing seems to be heading up, and it's it's escalating by the hour. I don't know if you checked Drudge much. Oh yeah. About every every hour now, somebody around the world is commenting on on the Korean situation. Russia is saying, okay, everybody, just take a step back, take a breath. North Korea is saying, well, we'll hit Guam. We know we can hit that. We'll just show you the sort of might and power we have. The the, the bottom line is, nobody watching this show, at least. Nobody that I know has uh, stars on their shoulder or lives at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. So we have to deal with whatever these geniuses come up with. And either way, I'm, I'm not feeling too good, which kind of leads into what we talked about before Trump was elected and how many of those predictions are coming true. Oh, man. Yeah. And, and you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have Jackie, my, uh, my daughter and the administrative assistant here, I'm going to have her find the uh, uh, encapsulate some of your your appearances especially i mean the, the times i can't remember the dates but right before because you had come across with some really heavy hitting information that that we're seeing play out today and, and so okay so this north korean thing uh where trump is vowing now fire and fury and even when you consider his rhetoric that's disconcerting but uh, and of course, the, you know, the possibilities of, of what we call false flags, but, but then there's the, the other part of it as well. Um, the, uh, the, the fact that, well, I, I, the, the fire and fury part in the North Korean situation before we put this to, to kind of, to bed, and we're at the bottom of the hour already. Uh, my question was going to be, and we can address this on the, on the other side, the role of China and Russia in the larger mm-hmm. context whereas North Korea is a proxy or a pawn in this. And then that will take a segue into Russia as it is the narrative for the supposed impeachment. And we'll hit on impeachment next segment. Sounds Stay good. right where you're at. All right, Josh Tolley, joshtolley.com, our guest, friend of the program, author of Evangelpreneur. This book right here, fantastic, fantastic book. I recommend it, highly recommend it to everyone, every Christian, every conservative, every person. That's sucking air. Grab this book. Gonna break back. Visit HagmanReport.com for the news and articles that matter most. Stay tuned. We will be right back. In a thrilling series of novels, T.C. Joseph takes us into the lives of three families who struggle to maintain normal lives in a world where conspiracy theory and Bible prophecy collide. T.C. Joseph's viewpoint of alternative history and understanding of prophetic events will change your view of the world and the events on our horizon. Kirkus Review states, Readers of end-times fiction will be hard-pressed to find it done more intriguingly than this. 
extremely readable and fast-paced. Blue Wink Reviews boldly states, fans of Tim LaHaye's Left Behind series and Tom Parada's The Leftovers will find this thought-provoking series absolutely riveting. Order your copies of T.C. Joseph's This Generation series from Amazon.com. Book 1, Precipice. Book 2, Pentecost. And Book 3, Penance. Uncertain times, it makes sense to have a sustainable backup method to cook food and boil water. If your current plan includes using a fuel burning stove or cooking over an open fire, then there's a much better way. The Miniban Rocket Stove is a biomass burning cooking stove that only requires small quantities of sticks and twigs for fuel. The Miniban Stove is easy to use, smokeless, portable, powerful, and sustainable. For the finest in survival cooking stoves and fire starters made right here in the USA, go to MinutemanStove.com. That's MinutemanStove.com. You may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood, a murder investigation based upon a true story by private investigator Douglas J. Hagman. Using the character Mark Stiles, Hagman takes you on a journey behind the scenes where the homicide becomes a secondary to an underworld of satanic ritual abuse, child abduction, and even mind-controlled experimentation. A world dismissed as conspiracy by those who want to keep its secrets hidden. Exposing the dangers, denials, and deceptions. For five years, a brutal killer remained on the loose, free to kill again. As Mark struggles to navigate the maze of bizarre twists and untangle a web of deeply hidden secrets kept by some of the most powerful and influential people in his community and beyond. Stained by Blood. Order your copy of this engaging novel today at HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood. You know, people listen to it. People that I know, especially from uh, the church, that people listen to people like Dave Ramsey, okay, or other, uh, I don't know what you would call them, Christian entrepreneurs. I- I'm going to tell you right now, ain't nobody, that's right, I said the word ain't, ain't nobody got Josh Tully beat. Josh Tully's got a great book out. And rumor has it, I don't know, he's working on some more, but I, I, not a lot to say. Super secret, but Evangelopreneur, I, hopefully I pronounced that right, but th- this is a great book for any Christian. Uh, it's got extremely great praise, and I, I've read it. Tech Eric has a copy, Joe's got a copy, and we're all, uh, we, we love this book, but uh, definitely look this book up. Grab your copy of this book, and, uh, be enriched by it. But Josh Tully is our guest, joshtully.com, the Josh Tully Show, which is just a remarkably uh, popular show that you can hear on numerous platforms, and I would recommend that in your day-to-day listening uh, retinue. Is, is that a word, retinue? Anyway. All right, Josh, uh, before the break, we were talking about North Korea as being the, kind of like a trinket, and, and I know what you said. Um, yeah, we gotta watch out for false flags, but, okay, so, here we are, we've got, like, multiple chess 
games going, or maybe even a three-level uh, chess game at play here geopolitically. And that's not to yeah. say Trump is playing three-level three, uh, level chess. It's just saying that there's a game going on. I don't know who the hell's playing, but I've got to tell you, something's going on here, and we're not getting the whole picture. Impeachment is looming, seemingly. you got a federal grand jury that's impaneled, not for the right reasons in my view. you got uh, Trump that's in the crosshairs as well as our American... Uh, Independence, I believe, in the crosshairs. You got North Korea acting up very conveniently. You got uh, all this going on. How does all this fit together, my brother? I mean, I got I got to know. Man, that is the the twenty trillion missing dollar question. You know, that's it. It's it, it's one of those situations where you have to say, okay, well, I would assume that most of the people watching this, listening to this, had picked a side and voted. But then even the side you voted for, you're scratching your head, thinking, oh my gosh. What sort of decisions are you making? So the reality is, and it, we predicted this, the reality is that uh, what we're watching is we're watching a, a Donald Trump presidency that's going to continue to be ineffective for the duration of the four years that he's in. It's not going to drain the swamp. It's just going to stir it up a little bit, and it's going to kind of kick that hornet's nest. So even even if you think, okay, well, Trump's just the cat's meow, well, it still reveals some deep, deep, deep-seated problems here. We know for a fact that there's a quiet coup going on. That's that's not even questionable. You have the intelligence community, which is leaking stuff on a sitting president. I don't care who the president is, that is a coup attempt in order to oust him. So that's happening. That's, 100, that's 125, not... I'm going to tell you, during, during okay, seven. Uh, the leaks are occurring at a rate of seven times more under Trump than any other president, 125 leaks in 126 days during during uh, from January to uh, whatever, or from no, I'm yep. sorry, from November to whatever. Uh, yeah, yes, it, it's anarchy. It's a coup. That that indeed, coup is the proper word. Go ahead, sir. Well, and then you have uh, uh, Roger Stone, who I'm sure you've talked to, and he's been on my show too. But you have Roger Stone out here saying that it, the coup actually happened. That uh, Kelly taken over as chief of staff was a quiet way of saying, hey, you know what, we're going to run the show now. Thank you so much. You just sit there, golf a little bit, and we'll take it from here. Thank you. And to be honest, that's got a lot of people in D.C. concerned because of, of what we're seeing happening. I mean, just I, I understand that a lot of Trump supporters might be out there, but think about this for a second. Candidate Trump said under no circumstances should we arm the Saudis. They're the number one state sponsor of terror, that they should not be, you know, welcome to the table. You do not want to give these people weapons. Well, five and a half months into this thing, what do we do? We give them $115 billion worth of weapons. <laughs> yeah. He also said that uh, as candidate, he said we should never let Saudi Arabia get involved in our energy independence and our energy production here at home. So what happened? They now bought the other half of Dutch Shell, and the largest oil refinery in the United States. And some people might say, well, it's a private company. Can't they sell it to who they want? The answer is absolutely not. That's why the Saudis uh, met with Rex Tillerson the week before they bought it, because you cannot, as a foreign, com as a foreign country, uh, through the company that's owned by the state, Aramco, right. buy that piece of property. You have to have the president's approval, the secretary of state's approval, and they got it. So energy independence, never to the Saudis, eh, sold that. Uh, weapons never to the Saudis, sold that too. And then you look at what we did in, in Qatar. You look at, you know, just some of these relationships that were, it's, it's, it's a mess. No matter how you spin it, flip it, twist it, it's a mess. 
And on your show, I predicted that he was going to change his mind on the Dreamers. He did. Uh, what else? Uh, the yeah, pipeline yeah. So, so, yeah, made with American Steel. No, it's not. It, the list keeps going and going. So stop right there, the Dreamers. What what kind of um, uh, what did he do with that? I, I was reading a couple of different versions. It seemed like I, I couldn't get my I couldn't wrap my mitts around exactly what compromises he made with the Dreamers with any degree of well, specificity. Sure. Remember the the Dreamers were were supposed to be deported. It doesn't matter how you got here. Doesn't matter if you had anchor babies. Doesn't matter what what the cause was. Sorry, gotta go. Right. And then uh, a few weeks into his his presidency, he had a change of mind. And people can and Google this. Just Google Trump changes his mind on Dreamers, and you'll find it. But that that actually reveals something else. And that's this idea that there's there's this element of cover up that all the nations are participating in, but no nation wants to blow the whistle on. So you're actually seeing the ramifications of that secret, and I think that's part of the reason why he's changing his mind on so many issues. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I, I'm i concerned. And, and this goes into your comment as well, I think, that we need to visit here about uh, him surrounding himself with so many more generals or as many generals as Eisenhower. Um Okay, what's going on there? Um, because that, to me, makes me nervous. When you when you bring in, like Kelly, when you when you bring in military into the executive branch or organs of the executive office, you've got man. There's something not right with that it, on a number of levels. But what's going on? I mean. Well, so much military in so many different positions. I mean, obviously, Secretary of Defense, yeah, that makes sense. Put right. somebody in, in the military there. Uh, Homeland Security, yep, I could kind of see that, too. But then you start getting these these other departments, and he's got five generals who are now appointed, and that number might grow. Because keep in mind, one of the, the failings so far of the Trump administration is not only are they not getting people approved through the through Capitol Hill, but they're not even appointing people. There's over 150 unappointed. They didn't even nominate anybody yet. So (laughs) wait a second. You had months prior to inauguration. You've had six months now. That's almost a year if you add it all up, plus the time you're running. Didn't you have an idea who you wanted to at least nominate, let them say no? But it turns out that that's not the case. And I just looked it up. It was uh, back in April that Trump says, Dreamers can rest easy under my immigration policies. Oh. And the dreamers are not in in danger. So that's that's the sort of thing I'm talking about, where where it, where it's this complete reversal. And I'm not I'm not trying to throw Trump under the bus. That's not it at all. As a matter of fact, if you're really a Trump supporter, you would look at his campaign rhetoric, look at the current rhetoric, and say, wait a second, is my president in danger? Did something happen? Yes, there might be things that he didn't know as a candidate that he does know now. That could be. But is that going to be happening on all these issues? And if so, are we really capable of fixing them? So even if you're a, a, a died hard, you know, born in the will, wool sort of Trump supporter, you have to start questioning what's going on. That's a, that's a good point. And, uh, I, I know that, uh, time goes fast when you, when you're around because you're just a wealth of knowledge and it's something I want to get into because, uh, because this is your specialty. And, you know, again, your book, Evangel- Evangelpreneur. Uh, that, <laughs> what's wrong with that? You laugh every That's time so I say funny, that. That's so funny, man. Yeah. Every time. 
the, the the book came out what two years ago now, and every time I'm on, you say it in a different way. It's hilarious. I I love it. Okay, walk me through it. I'll say it okay. with you. So even we have evangel, like evangelist. Right. So evangel, evangel. and then preneur, like entrepreneur. So evangel preneur. Evangel preneur. Oh man, tomorrow I'm gonna start working on my on my big letters and, and also my my numbers tomorrow. I promise. Okay. And and and, and just real quickly because I'm I'm reading the the comments too. Dorothy had a comment. Josh, that's not true. He's appointed people, but Congress isn't approving them. That's actually not true, Dorothy. Uh, that is that's partially true with people that he's appointed and they haven't approved. But if you actually look at the appointments up for nomination, there are over a hundred and I think 150 of them that have no. Um, nominee at all. So yes, Congress isn't there doing their doing their job, but in addition to that, he hasn't placed a lot of people up for appointment either. And 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 that's that's a great example of how there's a lot of confusion about these sort of issues out there. Uh, wow. Okay. And and thanks for following the comments. I don't follow. Yeah. Apparently. Uh, yeah. The, I can multitask. Yeah, I I can't. Well, it is evident by well. Anyway, th- th- thanks for uh, accommodating the uh, the people in the, the chat. Um, but so one of the things you're really good at is kind of making it real for everybody, and I think this is what most. I think this is what I love about you. Here we are. It is 2017 August. We've had Donald Trump in office now for 201 days today. This is his 201st day in office. Um, what can what can the what, what can the average person, the people like you know Eric, the tech, me, and everyone listening, what can we do to better our lives, to better ourselves, to better our situation? Uh, and, and you talk about this in your book, which you rightfully pronounce, but I'm not going to now that I'm embarrassed. Um, but, but what what can normal what can what what can we do and what should we be doing that we're not doing to really make the changes that we want in our own lives and even if we think a little bit bigger for our country? Well, we have to get off of this idea that everything is Washington D.C.'s fault. Uh, it's it's obviously a problem. It's a problem that has been in existence since 1774, and it's going to continue down this trail of, of just nastiness as, as time plays out here. So we have to say, wait a second, not everything is their fault. What we've done is we've turned government into God, and both sides have done this. They just put a different idol on the mantle. And we say, okay, well, I need jobs. Government, give me jobs. I need food. Government, give me food. I need health care. Government, give me health care. We've turned government into God as opposed to turning God back into God. So we have to say to ourselves, you know what? It doesn't matter what D.C. is doing. They're not the reason I'm not talking to my wife. It doesn't matter what D.C. is doing. They're not the reason why I'm not actively involved in raising my children. It doesn't matter what D.C. is doing. They're not to blame for me not knowing who my neighbors are. There are a lot of things that we can do. Now, is D.C. to blame for a lot of stuff? Absolutely. But we ignore what we can do. And instead, we almost blame D.C. for the reality that our lives aren't what we want them to be because it serves as a scapegoat and an excuse for us not doing what we are supposed to be doing, and that's to be building that community. And in addition to that, we have to realize that free enterprise, entrepreneurship, has been and always will be the fuel for the future. So any candidate that focuses more on creating jobs as opposed to creating businesses 
it's not going to fix the problem. I don't care if employment or, or unemployment rather went down to zero. If unemployment goes down to zero, it doesn't fix the economic problem we find ourselves in. It doesn't fix the divorce rate. It doesn't fix the, the, the weak-wristed churches. It doesn't fix all those other problems because the only thing we can do is get involved in a God-type economy, and that's not employment. So we have to get back to this position where we take responsibility for ourselves. And it's interesting that the Republican conservative liberty side say, well, Democrats, you don't take responsibility for yourselves. Uh, how, how well are we taking responsibility for ourselves? How many churches have now just turned into conservative safe spaces? There's no difference between a, a safe space on a college for a bunch of liberal pansies and a church that's for conservative pansies. We just, we just want to go into these places that make us feel good and safe and, and like our gifts are, are accounted for. And then life goes on and, and we don't achieve what we're called to do. So we really have to be careful with that. This is why I love Josh Dolly. I'm telling you, because if you just heard what he said, that is so true. And, and, and so, so, but, but, but we can make the difference. And it's interesting you yeah. mentioned that too. The, the big news that, you know, all the unemployment figures down, it's not, it's not about that. It, it, you know, it, it's about something much deeper. And of course you address that as well, as well as, as in your book and, and of course on your radio show, but it's about something much deeper and much more uh, comprehensive, much, much more inclusive than just, uh, you know, how many people are employed at, uh, at uh, you know TGI Fridays or whatever I, or whatever the case might be. So okay, <laughs> but but you're right, and and we must enact that that difference, and we have that ability. And I think you know what? Tell me, uh, do you think today? Do you think people have more? Are people more optimistic in that respect today, or or have they lost their their will? Have they lost their way? What's Yes and no. So it, it, it's interesting. When you look at survival supply sales and gun sales, all that sort of stuff has gone down under Trump administration because we think, oh, Trump is here to save the day. Perfectly proving my point, by the way, <laughs> that we pray to government to fix it. Oh, we got our guy in. Everything's going to magically fix itself. The, the reality is that it's getting worse, not better, regardless of how you feel about Trump. Think about it. Since Trump has taken office, there's been more physical attacks against conservatives and Christians than ever before. You have people with Trump hats getting ripped out of their car and beaten. Now is the time you prepare. Now is the time you arm yourself. Not when Obama was in office. Now. Because even if Trump does an awesome, outstanding, bang-up job, what's going to happen as soon as he gets out of office? Do you think the enemy's just going to go, oh, well, yeah, we got beat, we're done? No. Socialism, communism is going to come back with a vengeance because they're going to have to, to reinstill this mindset that their, their way is better. And we're starting to see that already. If you look at the television ratings for news, who's winning? The Young Turks just got a $20 million investment, $200 million or downloads a month. Uh, Rachel Maddow and MSNBC, their ratings are up. Why? Because the people who are 30 and under are all saying, well, you know, even Jesus was a socialist, <laughs> so I'm going to go with socialism. So I'm, I'm telling you, right now is the, is the time to get ready. Now is when you build the communities. Now is when you get the survival supplies. Now is when you learn how to shoot and start businesses. Everything you thought was going to happen under Obama, it's more likely to happen in three and a half years once Trump gets out of office. 
or sooner if they if, sooner. or if the progressives have their way, the communists have their way. And I can't think of any better uh, advice that than what you just said. Now is the time to get ready. Um, and you're always right on with your advice. Folks, go to joshtolley.com. That's joshtolley, T-O-L-L-E-Y.com. It's linked off of our website. And, and make sure you, you listen to him on a daily basis. He's got his finger on the pulse of what's going on. But more importantly, he's going to help us. He helps us understand what we need to do. It's not just talking about the problems. It's talking about solutions. Uh, we've got about, I don't know, eight minutes left. Um, i I got to ask you, here we are. Uh, 201 days into the Trump uh, administration, celebrated 200 days yesterday. You gave some really fantastic, right on the money, right on the nose predictions, or I don't want to call them predictions. They're reasoned analyses. Um, uh, you had you had given our, our audience reason uh, what you believe would would happen based on your reasoned analysis. Okay, 200 days in. What's it going to look like, or what's the next 200 days, you know, going to look like, uh, in your view, considering, I'm not going to hold you to it, but considering all things being equal and nothing blows the smithereens, you know, via nuclear device or whatever. Well, uh, that's, that's really interesting you said that because on your show before, I said within the first eight months or so, or so, that there is going to be some sort of catastrophe that gets us into something. And we are looking like that is, Hearing us or, or, right yeah. in the eye right let's, now. Let's throw that. Let's throw that possibility of a nuclear thing. We'll, we'll toss that back in. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Now we'll relook at it. All right. <laughs> so you have that. Obviously, you have the 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 potential false flag of North Korea. But what you're also going to see is you're going to see the economy start to figure out. Wait a second. This isn't really real true growth. And you're going to start to see stock market um, resets. You, you, you're going to see companies that revalue or, or reassess their earnings reports. Because right now, it was all built on hype. I mean, even today, there was a, uh, an article that came out talking about the Foxconn deal for uh, uh, Apple phones up in Wisconsin. Well, it turns out that that's actually not going to turn profitable for the state until about 2043 or 2034 <laughs> or something like that. Which of course, which of course, keep this in mind. By the time they get to that point, that deal's going to be restructured. And I know that's a long-term prediction, but you're going to be on the air for a while, so am I. So we'll circle back to that in 19 or 2034. But they're going to restructure that deal. And there's nothing in that agreement that says that they have to employ humans. So watch. Once the fanfare is gone, in come the automation and the robots. And well, we're just going to have to restructure, and it makes more sense to replace you with a robot. Because automation makes labor in America cheaper than labor in China, because now you don't have to ship it anywhere. So as automation upticks, you're going to continue to see more companies relocate to America. A lot of people are going to falsely get happy about that until they realize that they're not going to be the beneficiaries of it. You're also going to see a lot of uh, continued international pressure. As Brexit comes into full effect, there's going to be more blame on, on the Trump administration. And you're going to see, as kind of hinted at already, possible incursions in other places like the Philippines. So we have to be careful with that as well. And I am telling people right now, you have to, have to, have to start looking into entrepreneurship. Because as that economic reset happens, you're going to be dealing with it. And what's so funny about this is nothing has changed economically from the fiat currency, the Federal Reserve, all that other sort of stuff that fans of your show have been talking about for the last seven, eight years. Nothing has changed. But for some reason, now that Trump's in charge, 
everybody thinks, oh, well, none of that actually exists. That fake currency that Ron Paul was talking about, don't worry about it. The fact that we're not seeing actual incomes go up, don't worry about it. Reality is people are making less and less actual real take-home money than ever before. We're not keeping up with 10% inflation. It cannot happen in an employment-based economy, regardless of who the, the president is. So get Evangelpreneur right now. Amen. And you can get that at uh, World Net Daily Superstore, actually. So hey, that's go there cool. to get it and there support the, the Hagman. Hey, thank you. And, and yeah, You're uh, welcome. Uh, but but what if what if we want, like we have here, uh, do you have a place for uh, autographed copies or no? <laughs> well, thank you. Doug, this is what I love about you, man. It's, it's really, truly, this is a friendship. Like, you are so good at plugging me. And even last time I was on telling everybody to buy from your sponsors, I, I love plugging you guys. I love you. Yes, you can get an autographed copy if you go to joshbelly.com. Purchase one there. No additional charge, but I'll sign it for you. Cool. See, and again, that's why I love you because no extra charge and you'll sign it for us and then I can turn around, sell it on eBay, make a profit according to the steps within the book itself, which is just a vicious circle. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. But, uh, <laughs> by the way, your signature on eBay is going, it's, it's on the rise. So, um, I've been watching that. Better than Bitcoin, man. You need a Josh Dolly's signature. But just real quickly, cause I, I am multitasking. Sure. Uh, Roger says, Josh, you're getting your Foxcom information from MSN beware. Actually, I'm not. The only thing I got from them was what I just said is that the news is reporting that the tax uh, payoff won't happen until 1934. But the automation part of the deal, that hasn't hit the media. You actually have to have sources inside Wisconsin, which we happen to. Wow. So that's that's not mainstream media at all. But thanks for the concern, Roger. I appreciate it, brother. Interesting. Okay, and, and there is a distinction with with a huge difference, and I'm glad you addressed that. Yeah. yeah. Um. In in two minutes, any anything that that uh, we haven't covered that you want to cover in the last two minutes of our time together here? Oh uh, yeah, love each other, love each other. Seriously, I mean yeah. everybody's freaking out about everything. Everything from Planet X to the eclipse to Nibiru to uh, earthquakes to I mean. Stop being afraid without solutions. Are there things to be afraid of? Sure, absolutely. But you don't know if you're going to live for the next breath you take anyway. So take that time and say, hey, who do I really love? Let them know, or let them know, like I love my family, my mom, my brothers, my dad. I love all them, obviously my new wife. But also build that community and say, hey, you know what? How do we grow this into a tribe? The people who are successful in this planet, whether it's the the the, the Jews or the Muslims or whoever, they are always great at building tribes. We happen to be in America extremely terrible at it because we would rather get at each other's throats over one little disagreement than say, hey, wait a second, let's unite over the big things and fight the adversary in the room. And the adversary is counting on that. They're counting on us splitting into, well, 41,000 Christian denominations, 78 versions of what nationalist is, 27 some odd versions of what libertarian is, and as long as we keep doing that, we're actually shooting ourselves in the foot. The other thing is, uh, well, I don't have time to cover it, so talk to me at some point about the population issue because we need to fix that as well. Oh, yes, and, and we want to have you back because you're a, you're a crowd pleaser, you're a crowd favorite, you're a, you're a uh, <laughs> uh, I gotta tell you, people have, uh, I've been getting emails like all the time. Uh, when you can have Josh Tully on, on the show, and I'm glad John arranged this. Um, five months. Sounds five, awesome. Yeah, he is. And if, five months married Josh Tully, 
sorry women, sorry ladies, but uh, happily married and uh, uh, just just what a great guy, what a great author, what a prolific author, great talk show host. And uh, I want to thank you so much for coming on and thanks for being part of our our uh, part of our family. I feel like you're your family. I really do. Oh, thank you, brother. Anytime. We're going to have to have you on the show, too. So I'll have uh, my producer set that up because you haven't been on in a while, and we need to have you on. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah, you can have your guys call our guys. I'm kidding. But with that, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. you're getting big enough now. You have people. So I'll have my people call your people. You know, yeah. we'll work something out. Have a all right, Josh Tully, joshtully.com. Josh, thanks, buddy. Have a great uh, have a great night, and uh, thanks for your gift of time. Give my best to your wife, and uh, God bless. All right. Wow, what what a, what a great segment. We're folks, we're going to be right back after this network break. Make sure you visit joshtully.com. Also, WND Superstore, Josh's book, or write up for an autographed copy. Fantastic. So, we're going to be right back. Stay right where you're at. Greenovative. Go to HagmanReport.com. Click on the link to Greenovative. What Greenovative is, it's a small company in Florida. They created something called the GMAG Power Cell. It produces electricity by adding salt water to this unit that recharges rechargeable batteries. It's the coolest thing you'll ever see in your life. It's really neat. Really a, a super device. All right, You need just two teaspoons of ordinary table salt, a little water, but a bang, you're charging your rechargeable batteries. Super GMAG chargeable is affordable. It's lightweight, weighs about 8 ounces. It's durable. It's EMP proof. And it's environmentally friendly. Yeah, that it is. It'll provide safe and convenient power for recharging uh, six AA batteries off the grid when other power sources aren't available anywhere, anytime, in any weather, day or night. Go to greenovative.com. That's greenovative.com. Folks, in these uncertain times, it just makes sense to have a sustainable backup method for accomplishing one of life's most important tasks, that's preparing food. This is the way to go. There is nothing better than a Minuteman rocket stove from MinutemanStove.com. We all need a way to cook and a method to process water. I mean, think about it. Think about the many things that could happen to you. Minuteman rocket stove can provide your family or group the perfect solution. It's small, lightweight, wood-burning, and every bit as powerful as a kitchen stove. It's smoke fully self-contained for clean storage and transport. Because it's so efficient, it cuts down on your wood gathering and processing chores to a tenth what would be required if cooking the old-fashioned way over an open fire. So don't rely on gas or fuel stoves. Prepare your family. Prepare for yourself. Order a Minuteman rocket stove today. It's going to make bad times much better. Folks, MinutemanStove.com. MinutemanStove.com. Need I say more? You should have a Minuteman, the survival stove in an MOK. For investors, Timberland has become the symbol of safety. Global tropical timber demand continues to surge as the world's population increases. The need for managed, sustainable timber production forests has never been greater. When stock markets crash... 
Trees keep growing. Direct ownership of fully managed tropical timberland acreage is now available to accredited investors. Prime, valuable hardwood groves close to the beautiful Costa Rican border generate and maintain superior long-term wealth. Consider visiting our forest plantations. Qualified, accredited investors should go to PreciousTimberProfits.com or dial 855-888-6288 for more information. Call 855-888-6288 or visit PreciousTimberProfits.com. This announcement does not constitute either an offer to sell securities or a solicitation of an offer to purchase. Offering made by prospectus only. 855-888-6288, PreciousTimberProfits.com. PreciousTimberProfits.com. Hey, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this edition of the Hagman Report. Doug Hagman flying solo. Joe's got the scheduled night off, or has a scheduled night off tonight, as he did last night. Um, we have John that has moved, fully moved, from the West Coast to the East Coast. He is now in-house program director and producer. And so Joe, that, that's kind of one of the reasons why there's some things going on in the background that, that Joe's taking care of, which explains his absence. But nonetheless, I'm here. I'm holding down the fort. Can you see me holding this down? See people on blog, uh, blog talk and global start. They, you're missing out. Okay. Although list, keep listening. You can just watch on YouTube. We've got a fantastic guest. You loved him before. Now, um, I, I, I didn't get a chance to, to review the, uh, the last time he was on. I didn't get a chance to, to, to relook. And I, I usually do this. And for some reason, and I think, I think really, I think this is a God thing. I, I didn't, I, I didn't have a chance to, to, to catch what he said last time. And I think it's probably deliberate or it's for a purpose because it's going to be like brand new. But Gregory Manorino, his, uh, uh, his website is Trader's Choice. Let me make sure I got that right. My goodness. Um, Trader'sChoice.net and, uh, uh, the articles, of course, are the the the, uh, the the information he's written, the books he's written, the everything he's written is available or accessible via that website. And he can correct me when he comes on here momentarily, and he can say, "No, you're wrong," and this is where to go. But um, but, but he is an expert. As a matter of fact, he's a full time trader of the capital markets with he's got a following like you cannot believe uh many t- hundreds in my view based on what i've seen hundreds of thousands of people follow this man all over the world and uh, the information that he is offers especially in today's really screwy economy is invaluable much like you'll find people uh you know uh, giving you advice, uh, this guy is right on the money. And the last time he was on, he I think I think from memory, I have to go back to the show notes, but I think he did a, a really good one-on-one for me on um, uh, kind of get, introducing me into into what was taking place at the time he was on, and that's kind of how we're going to lead off. I want I want him to lay the groundwork uh, because of his because the way he works in his capacity as a trader. What are we looking at in the larger sense with the United States, but the global economy, where where we're headed? And that's kind of how I'm going to ease into this 
uh, and we've got him for the full segment. And so I'm just, I can't wait to get into what his analysis is. Before we get to Mr. Manorino, I want to just mention ReadyMadeResources.com. Bob Griswold, if you, you heard what Josh Tully said, you know, now's the time that we need to be preparing. Now's the time that we need to be stocking up on, on things. We noticed that, that, oh, gun sales are down in some cases and, and prep supplies are down. We get, we understand that because people are saying, well, hey, Donald Trump's in office. Things are going to be fine. The government's going to take care of us. But you know, is that really true? Prepare yourself. Prepare for yourself. It doesn't matter if you think we're going to be in a war or the lights are going to go out it, or, 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 hey, a hurricane or, or that's any kind of natural disaster. It doesn't matter. The items that you want to have are available at ReadyMadeResources.com. You can call them at 800-627-3809 or very simply go to ReadyMadeResources.com. Click on the link from our website. Go there and have at it. And if you have any questions, Bob Griswold is the guy to ask. He is our go-to guy for all things preparation-related. That's ReadyMadeResources.com. Gregory Manorino, thanks for joining us. Come on board, sir. Great to be back. Thanks for having me. I hey, really appreciate it. Well, it's we appreciate your gift of time, and I know it's a yeah, and and it is a gift of time because people don't get this, and and you know I, I don't usually do this with guests, but I got to tell you, um, you, you've got a schedule. It's a busy one, and this carving out this niche in your schedule, it's it's a very it it, it it's a lot of work, and it, and it is a, it, a gracious gift to us of your time. But anyway. So thank you. For I'm really that. glad to be here, though. Yeah, no yeah. problem. Love, yeah. I love talking about this stuff. You know that I love talking about this stuff. I, I know, and the the response that we got from the last time you were on was just phenomenal. So, looking at the whole landscape, if you if you were in a coma for I don't know twenty years, and you woke up today, and you mm-hmm. kind of had you know dusted yourself off, and you looked at the way things are, and you looked at Donald Trump as president, you looked at the, the you know the composition of Congress. You looked at everything and the world markets and the globe, whatever. I don't even know where to start, but what would you be thinking as you dusted yourself off? (laughs) Oh, you want to go back into the coma, right? (laughs) Wow. That is great. Um, What would I be... I would be thinking, wow. I mean, uh, where do I start? Seriously, look, I think that we are... I mean, just to put, uh, put the most plain... And, and, and maybe just paint this one way. We are existing in an environment of extremes right now. Um, and, and that goes, that's across the financial markets, across the political markets, across everything. That is, everything is polarized. So, you know, I, I, I believe sincerely that because everything is so distorted and kind of stretched out and, you know, where it shouldn't be, that we're gonna again, and this is what you know. You were talking about preparation earlier. This is what people need to understand: is that we're going to have a snapback moment when all of these, these ex- the environment of extremes that we're in is going to snap back, and that's really what people need to understand and why they need to understand what's going on because the, the it's just so simple to understand. I guess for me, and I'm sure for most of the people that watch your show, is uh, th- this this environment here is fake. Um, and you were talking about how, you know, what's going on around the world. What's going on around the world is this. We have, and it's the same story for the better part of a decade now, central banks that have taken over the show with regard to the financial markets. They're running the show, uh, and they have, 
created uh, again this environment of of super extremes, inflating bubbles to the upside, inverse bubbles. No asset whatsoever today has a real price discovery mechanism behind it whatsoever. Um, but th there is going to be a moment, and I am certain of this, where the free market is again going to start dictating fair value. Um, central banks have, have, a, have a hell of a time coming down the pike here. And again, what are they going to do um, when this stuff does correct to fair value? Because people are going to believe, people are going to believe that we are experiencing, um, I guess you want to say a collapse, but it's not really a collapse at all. All this is going to be when the reset comes, because there's going to be a reset here, uh, to a fair value is again the market simply doing its one and only job, and that is to find fair value. So again, if you want to just look at the Fed here, who now for the better part of a decade has artificially suppressed interest rates, the debt market is the largest market of them all, um, that's created a ripple effect across every single asset class. There's nothing that has been spared from this. So when you're looking at the price of, let's say, I don't even care, a, a, a loaf of bread, the price is not real. You're paying a price for it, but in, in reality, that price would is not really what you're paying in the future. This is going to correct to fair value, and I'm talking about everything, including loaves of bread, including housing, including the stock market, including the debt market, including units of debt, which is currencies, cryptocurrencies, I mean, you know, gold and silver, everything is going to correct to a fair value, and it's going to be epic. I can promise people that. Okay, now, if I can stop you right there, because this is one of the questions that uh, I think about a lot. What when you say fair market value, or the when you mention reset, I often wonder because people use that term pretty willy nilly like. Um, mm -hmm. What is that going to look like when you say it's, things are going to kind of find their 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 proper value? What is a loaf of bread going to go for? Or a guy like okay, the average person in an average house in a cul-de-sac in middle America listening to this program right now, who's got you know I don't know it's a three-bedroom house and he's got you know pretty much all the mortgage paid off on it and he feels he's got some equity in it. Um, what's all this going to look like? What's how's it going to affect him or that family in that house? And how's it going to affect the people buying the bread and buying the rice and buying the milk and stuff? What's going to what's this going to look like? Well, all I can say is this: people need to be ready, and I, I, I've said this thousands upon thousands of times. Always have to be ready for a worst case scenario. You always have to have the high ground and be prepared for a worst case scenario. What is a worst case scenario? A worst case scenario here is the credit markets freezing up, uh, the debt bubble, which now Alan Greenspan is backing up this guy, Greg Manorino, on the fact that we are existing in an environment underneath a debt bubble. This came out just last week here. It took, took the markets by storm. It took the mainstream financial channels by storm. Uh, to hear a former Fed president stating that the debt is in a bubble, and he also said specifically that the markets are not recognizing it. So understanding the fact that the debt is in a bubble and the currency, the U.S. dollar, is a unit of that debt, what is that going to mean when this whole thing corrects to fair value? It's very simple. As a matter of fact, 
I think Alan Greenspan must watch me, I'll be honest with you, because I've laid out a scenario that I have explained for, to people since day one, and we're talking about almost the better part of a decade now, uh, and Alan Greenspan now echoed what I said. He had said specifically that the debt is in a bubble, and the debt market has the potential to sell off rapidly. So what does that look like? Pretty simple. If the debt sell, sells off rapidly, if in other words, everyone's running for the door here at the same time, you're going to get a rapid and possibly extreme spike in, in interest rates. They're just going to, you know, they're going to, again, try to attain fair value. Does anyone here listening to me talk believe that the 10-year yield, for example, should be 2.25, which it is today? It's insane. Um <laughs> Uh, so again, very simple, debt market sells off rapidly, according to Alan Greenspan. Don't, don't listen to Greg Manorino anymore. This is a former Fed president. Uh, if, if that does occur, when it occurs, I think it's going to happen. Again, scenario I've been talking about forever. When that happens, as, as the debt starts, starts to sell off, we are going to see, forget about what it's going to do to the stock market for a moment. Let's talk about something else here. How is this going to affect the currency? Okay. And how is it going to to affect the average guy buying a loaf of bread. I want people to pay attention to this because it's really very simple, but this is the way it can potentially unfold. So the debt market is where I believe all the turmoil is eventually going to begin because, again, that's the area of the market that world central banks have decided to take over, none more so than the Federal Reserve. So because the U.S. dollar is, again, the world reserve currency, I think everyone knows that. So you get this sell-off here. Money starts to move. You get what's called money velocity. Okay, right now people ask all the time, hey Greg, how come we're not getting a, a massive spikes in inflation? It's very, very simple. You can break all this down to, to such simple things. And that's really what I try to do. So let's put this again simply. Money velocity starts to kick up. Once that happens, we're in a lot of trouble because right now we have no money velocity. We have no money velocity, which is the rate at which cash is moving through our economy because we're pretty much dead in the water with regard to our economy, despite the fact that you're going to hear out of the mouths of our politicians that we're in some type of an economic recovery. We are not in an economic recovery. We are, again, living in a fake environment being being fostered by world central banks who have, are, are buying everything that's keeping everything propped up. Okay, but again, going back to Alan Greenspan, not Greg Manorino now. So if we get this sell-off, that the interest rates will spike, money will start to move, money will start to leave the debt market. That'll put pressure on the stock market. The stock market will sell off rapidly. You get cash coming out of the debt market. You got cash coming out of the stock market. It's gonna to start to move. It's gonna look for places to go. It's gonna go into suppressed assets. However, what I don't talk about too much is other things as well. Once this starts to occur and that cash starts to move, all of these extra bills that have been added to a screen by world central banks, you know, digital currency and the printed bills uh, that are existing out there, they're going to start chasing the same amount of goods. They're not doing that now because we have no money velocity. It's so simple. But again, you won't hear, I'm so happy to be on your show talking about this because I guarantee you the people that are listening maybe have heard this for the first time because they're not going to hear this on any of the mainstream financial channels, but these are the facts. Once that cash starts to move, very simple concept. We all know about, about this, how the same, you know, you end up with these situations where you have all these extra bills chasing the same amount of goods and you get a 
potential for a massive spike in inflation. And the Federal Reserve is determined to hit their target of 2%. They're doing everything in their power to, to kill the dollar. I have been screaming from rooftops for months, months. Anyone can go to my website and check it. Go to my YouTube blog about what the dollar has been doing. The dollar has been in a downward spiral for months and months and months, hitting, a, I believe, a 30-month low against the euro just the last week. This is not going to stop. I believe we're going to get a technical bounce here, but the dollar is going to continue lower, just as I've been saying. And I've been getting so much heat. Greg, you're wrong. The dollar is going to go up. Really? Why? We have a world central bank uh, who's determined to kill it and to create inflation. So for you dollar bulls out there, I'm sorry. You're on the wrong side of that trade. I, I can promise you that. So again, that's, that's what the regular guy can expect out here. Uh, when the cash starts to move, when the money velocity starts to kick up, because we have no money velocity right now, we're near historic lows with regard to the rate at which cash is moving through our economy. And anybody who's got even one functioning brain cell should understand the fact that if our cash isn't moving through our economy, we're not collecting tax dollars here, our economy is going nowhere. So any politician or anyone who tries to tell you that our economy is improving well, all you have to say is, well, if that's a fact, sir or ma'am, how come the cash isn't moving? Why are we at near historic lows with regard to a money velocity? You cannot have an economic recovery without the cash moving uh, and continuing to move at a faster pace. This is a fear that I think the Federal Reserve has, honestly, because they understand this, this simple concept that all of these extra trillions of, of printed dollars and digital dollars that are existing on the world are at one point going to start chasing the same amount of goods. So they're in a lot of trouble. Then they want to, they want to talk about dumping their balance sheet here. That's going to raise, uh, has the potential to raise interest rates. Potential. Understand. Everyone thinks everything is going to go to plan, but you know what? There's also the, you can have a paradoxical effect with these kind of things. And I, there's a chance here that, that the Fed gets it all wrong, which they always do. Uh, please, anyone listening to me right now, comment. Uh, when was the last time the Fed got anything right? They never do. So you can see where all this has the potential to go in a worst-case scenario. We're talking about potential hyperinflation here. We're talking about a resource problem at its core. When we are unable to continue to borrow from the future just to sustain where we are, we are going to end up with a resource issue. And what does that mean? That means in the grand scheme of things, and this is a frightening uh, concept, and I think I'm the only guy talking about it, uh, for years, uh, we, we can experience a correction in the population. We have experienced a global population boom on the back of this exploding debt bubble, without, which Alan Greenspan admits now exists. If we no longer have access to funds to keep the now where we are sustained, that means, again, basic necessities like bread, like water, like fuel, like anything that you come accustomed to getting at your stores, it won't exist anymore. So we can, we have the potential to have pandemonium break out on the streets right here in the United States and around the world. Uh, this is a worst case scenario. Is it going to happen? I certainly hope not. Should you, should you be ready for it? Absolutely. Are, are we looking at something like Venezuela? The, the <laughs> template, seriously, I mean, that template that we're uh, no, seeing. No, I'm laughing because you're right. I'm laughing because you're right. Yes, we have absolutely. Look, people are existing. The people think that everything is just going to stay the way it is. Uh, and there's always the potential, again, the magnitude of these distortions that exist in the market because of what central banks are doing, have done, and are doing right now 
The magnitude of these is beyond belief. In other words, what I'm trying to say and what people need to understand is they have no models as to what's coming down the pike if they try to adjust interest rates even just a little bit. If the Fed actually decides to start dumping those mortgage-backed securities off of their balance sheet, if the Fed actually stops reinvesting in the long end of the yield curve, there's no models for this. This is uncharted territory. So when you hear someone like Janet Yellen talking about dot plots and whatever stinking kind of plot that she wants to talk about or, or, or whatever, it's just don't, there's nothing to measure it against. They don't know. Uh, so again, what does that mean? The Fed, believe it or not, everyone has the potential to get it wrong again. They always get it wrong. I can't stress that point enough. And I'm not just making this up. I really feel the Fed is going to lose control. They already have lost control of the debt market, in my opinion here. As soon as they talk about anything, the market starts to have a little hissy fit. Everyone sees what's going on here. The Fed is going to overshoot their – this is what the Fed is going to do. Mark my words, and you can remember me saying this on this show. The Fed is going to overshoot their target. They're hitting their 2% target with regard to inflation. They're going to overshoot that. They're going to be forced to attempt – to raise rates faster. And what is that going to do? Correction to fair value, debt market meltdown, stock market meltdown, cash will start to move, money velocity kicks up, and bam, there you go. It's Venice so party. simple. Venezuela, exactly. Or, you know, look, all worse. <laughs> or worse, because the people here in the United States are used to some type of a cushy lifestyle. People are used to getting everything for free from their governments, medication, stuff that they need. A lot of people out there are sucking the system dry, and they're going to raise up when they're unable to get these things. This is why you need to be prepared for everything. It's just so important. You know, folks, uh, we're talking with uh, Gregory Manorino, and this is why I follow you on Twitter. Uh, your information is just so right on the money. Uh, just to make sure, uh, Gregory Manorino, Ed Gregory Manorino, right? That, that's you. Yeah. Obviously, your picture is right there. I, I, I always ask that question because uh, there are people, obviously, there, there are different uh, you know, spoof accounts, but, but the information on, on your Twitter account is, is amazing. I, I Specifically, I watched... The, I think you might have done this earlier today, an episode, a video about the tech sector. Tech, mm-hmm. I can't even speak. Tech and, sector rotation. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh-huh. I, I found it very interesting. So, when, when to me, you're you're the kind of guy when uh, when everyone is is instead of turning turn, tun, tuning into like Fox Business News, you, you can you are the kind of guy that could explain to me. The markets, what we're seeing, and, and why we're seeing it, and what we're probably going to see next. So, okay. So, all of this said, um, basically, we've been built up over the course of numerous administrations to the point where, where we are right now. The Fed is going to, the Fed's not going to be able to do anything, right? I mean, I mean, and by the way, um, something I heard earlier. Uh, Trump can neither take credit nor should he be. be be blamed for anything with respect to uh, the economic numbers of late. Uh, am I? Is that right? I mean, it's it's. Um, well, or or am I wrong? I mean, 
No, no, I don't believe any of the numbers anyway. I don't care who's sitting in the White House. They can float numbers out. They can say whatever they want to say. It's all fake. We all know that. It's been faked for a very, very long time here. Uh, You know, you you hear a lot of people talk about China, how we can't trust their numbers. We can't trust our numbers here either. Again, there's an agenda going on here. If people really understood what was going on underneath all of this, how we no longer have a free market. There is no free market here. Uh, when you have a, a central bank doing what they're doing to the largest part of the market, artificially suppressing interest rates for the better part of a decade here, not allowing the market itself to determine fair value for debt, nothing is real. So again, the price of these inflated prices of their homes that, that people are, right now, you know, I think I think we're very close to the top of uh, another uh, a mega bubble a bubble crashing uh, with regard to housing. I don't know how long they're going to keep it going. I'm not saying it's going to crash tomorrow, but if Alan Greenspan, not just Greg Manorino here, uh, is correct that we are existing in an environment underneath a debt bubble, that means that the price of your house is not real and it cannot be sustained. Uh, the price of your 401k is not real and it cannot be sustained. The purchasing power of your dollar is not real and it cannot be sustained. I mean, I could go on and on and on and yeah, on. Yeah, it doesn't matter on. how many dollars you have. It doesn't matter how much equity you think you've got in your house. It's all, it, it's all a shell game, is what you're saying. It's just, absolutely. So they can't do it. This is what, look, I, I know, I know some of the people who are on CNBC every day. I'm not going to mention names here. But you're probably watching the show. I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> but, bet but seriously, I, I bet they are too. Seriously, I bet they are. I know for a fact, uh, beyond any doubt, that some of them watch my work. Uh, I we talk, so I know okay. this. But um, but they look these people, these guys, and I think they mean well. But they 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 got to protect their jobs here. They're out there cheerleading. Uh, they all they want to talk about is how the Dow is hitting record after record after record, which I told everyone was going to happen before it happened. The last time Janet Yellen came out and did the flip flop, she went from sounding yep. really hawkish to, to to sounding really dovish. I said. That's it. We're going to hit record after high. I'm on public record saying this. Record high after record high after record high, and bam. We just had nine in a row with regard to the Dow. Right. Um, so, I mean, you know, the dollar, I've been telling everybody about that. I've been talking about cryptocurrencies as well. I called that one too. I mean, you know, I don't want to sit here and sound like, hey, you know, Greg sounds like uh, he's bragging. But the truth of the matter is, I like you were saying, I work really hard at this. I don't have a 40-hour work week. I'm putting it 100 plus a week. That's a fact. Just to try, because this is all I do. I only trade. I'm retired. I used to. Pra- I practiced medicine for nearly 20 years. I retired from medicine. This is what I do now. So I'd like to think I have a couple of brain cells if I can actually pull medicine off here. Uh, playing the market is like a joke compared to figuring out a dopamine drip or something. Well, like the, 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 the important question is, given your current position in the markets and what you see coming, did you keep any of your old prescription pads? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I can still write scripts. Yes, I still have a license. I don't practice, but I I can still. Yes, I do. I don't write scripts for anyone. So stop. Don't nobody email me. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that, sir. Uh, and yeah, forget that. I was joking, people. I was joking. Oh my goodness. But I think some people may need uh, some some help when when they see what's coming because they've got their heads buried so far up there. Uh, well, you, you know the the uh, cranial rectal inversion uh, syndrome that you I'm sure have treated before um yeah and, uh, anyway 
Uh, so, sorry about that bad joke, but <laughs> you know, yeah. So, so okay. So, how does the order? And, and folks, uh, Gregory Manorino is our guest, and um, you've, you've got to. In fact, his website is linked off of our program description. It's on YouTube uh, live as well. Uh, so it's right there. It's uh, uh, Trader's Choice Shot traderschoice.net and there order his reports and books and what have you and definitely watch the videos but let me ask you a question at this point um, and we're skipping the bottom of the hour network break because uh, just because this information is too important to really uh, gloss over and, and we want you to have the full time here uh, what is left what is there left to talk about do, do we talk more about the the problems and and what's going to happen next or do we talk about solutions that maybe perhaps people can 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 uh, protect themselves and because you're the guy with with you understand the problems but you also understand the solutions and have the ability to connect the two so you know we're next here well, I, I like to think what you're saying is true and and I, I really feel that it's important to try to get it out there look if we understand, it's just, again, it's just so simple. Um, if we take someone like Alan Greenspan's word for it, don't take Greg Manamina's word for it anymore, that again, we're existing in an environment underneath a debt bubble, which is the greatest threat to humankind, period, because it is a resource issue. Um, if, so if that's a fact and the debt is in a bubble, we need to take the opposite side of the trade. Okay. Obviously, that side of the trade, if you want to think of it in that way, is way overcrowded. So you need to be in hard assets. I can't stress this enough. It's all I've been talking about here um, for, for years. Um, we need to be holding gold. We need to be holding silver more specifically. Silver is my favorite asset, period, bar none. You could ask me about anything, and I want to tell you right out, anybody, that uh, if I could hold one thing and one thing only, it would be physical silver. Um, I think it is the most undervalued asset in the history of the world right now. Over gold. Uh, and we... Over gold. What's that? Over gold. Oh, well, I think gold too, but I think silver is way more undervalued. Oh, gold is massively undervalued by exponents, but silver is undervalued way, way more. Okay. So um, if I had any, a metal to pick, I mean, I own all the metals. I own platinum. I own palladium as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be, and I do, uh, hoard silver, physical silver. That's it. Uh so, you know, these are these are real money. They've been money for thousands of years, despite the fact that Ben Bernanke does not believe that. Uh, that should tell you something. So if we understand that the issue is is debt, we need to take on an anti-debt. And holding, holding gold or silver or any of these metals here, more specifically, again, silver, is the ultimate anti-debt uh, mo- moving forward here. Um, you know, obviously, there's a lot more facets to this here. You can't eat that. Maybe you can barter with it uh, and, and again a worst case scenario and you always have to think of it like that always keep that high ground so uh, I'm not talking about survival here but I do believe you need to be able to protect yourself too but again you, look I say this use their use their rigged system against them seriously that's what I do I'm trading this market here and I convert my profits or a lot a good percentage of my profits into hard assets this is what I've been doing for years. This is what I will continue to do. Now, understand, we, we know that the, 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 the paper derivatives uh, are being manipulated and faked. And this is a fact. This is not speculation. Deutsche Bank last year got caught twice manipulating uh, 
both silver and gold, or was it just silver? One of the two metals, I don't remember which one it was. They paid small fines, and it's not just Deutsche Bank, it's all of them. They're all involved in a scheme to keep dollar alternatives suppressed uh, or, or volatile enough to get people out. Uh, they don't want people holding these things, and that's what you need to be holding them. Convert these paper uh, units of debt issued by the Federal Reserve, the spare ones that you can, again, as a longer-term investment into gold, more specifically silver. Um, and if you know, if you if you feel like working as much as I do, <laughs> then get yourself involved in in trading. Um, there's a lot of money, a lot of cash to be made in this market. Not money, cash, currency, and then you convert that. Um, can, can I ask, again, Doctor, yeah. if I if I might, uh, when you say trading, because this has always interested me. So. How do you do that? Do you get up and you establish an account somewhere and then you sit your computer and you buy and then sell over a given period of time? I'm simplifying it, of course, but is that kind of like the rudimentary aspect of it or is there more to it than that? Well, well, traders like myself, we, we don't actually hold, hold – when you're trading something, you're not actually trading a stock. Okay. Uh, this is a big misunderstanding. You're trading the derivative of the stock or the option. An option is a derivative. Um, why do you trade the derivative instead of the actual stock? Because of leverage. It's kind of complicated. Um, but it, it, once you get the hand a handle on it, you know, look, you're not going to win all the time. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan, Morgan Stanley, Jamie Dimon himself, Lloyd Blankfein himself. You, you're going to get this wrong sometimes. You might have an entire month. Well, you have losses. There's no doubt about it. It's not for everybody. But what I do personally is I, I try to – well, first of all, I, my mind is constantly on this market. It, it's really never off the market. Uh, even in the middle of the night, if I get up, I'm checking the overseas markets. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, this is, it's almost like an obsession to me, really. You know, I, I say this. In any endeavor in life, whatever it is, you have to become that thing. You can't just say this is what I do. This is what you are. Um, so, as it, you know, most traders, most people that do what I do or who attempt to do it, will fail, and they'll only fail because they have no discipline. They'll make mistakes. It's, we all make. Look, I make mistakes too. There's no doubt about it. Even despite probably placing thousands upon thousands of trades over the years, I still make mistakes. I get caught on the wrong side. It happens, and there's no way out of it. But trading the market in, involves again derivatives, options. And um, you know it can be very very profitable, or it can it can cost you your shirt too if you don't know what you're doing. You can't just expect, and nobody can expect to just take X Y Z sum of money invested in uh, X Y Z sh- uh, shares of whatever, and the, the, you're going to be rich. You have to know how to play the game. There's a there's a there's a, a a method to this. You can't just jump into a position and 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 not babysit. Look, every position I own, uh, I I play pretty much to a, a a specific algorithm, if you want to call it that. For an for example here, uh, today I bought calls on ticker QQQ. I opened up a small initial position. By a small position, a, a probably about a half position. So I'll buy X amount of, of calls and I'll watch, for example, like this, and I'll watch the trade. If the trade moves in the direction I believe it's going to go over the next several days, I will add to that position incrementally. I'll double it and maybe I'll even double it again 
as it's moving in the direction I believe is going to go. If the trade turns against me, if this QQQ trade goes against me, I only have a small position, right? So what do I lose? I lose the minimum. This way I lose a minimum in this kind of a situation or I can maximize my gains and, and, and sometimes make really stupid profit. Um, but 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 most people don't trade like this. Most people get, you know, they take a sum of cash. Let's say it's ten thousand dollars. They get to buy ten thousand dollars worth of X Y Z, and they just sit there smiling and think that everything's fine. No, you have to manage your money. That's a, a lot of this business is cash management, um, and, and 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 knowing when you you're wrong and get out of that trade. And if you are wrong, again. You only suffer a minimal loss by getting on the wrong side of that trade. Is it possible to add to that position and it turns against you? Sure it is. But if that's the case, you've already added to the position while you're making money, so you probably pull out a profit anyway. So look, anyone, you know, there's no mystery to this as, 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 a, as a trader. Uh, people, I don't know, most people probably have a bad image of people like myself here that trade the markets. But let me tell you something, this is not... Uh, this is not easy money. I work very hard for uh, for my for my cash. Sure. There's no doubt about it. Uh, and I put in probably twice as much hours than a normal person. Normal? <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not normal. <laughs> but a normal person, average person on their regular job. But uh, you know, you know, that's what I like. And I've I've seen you. I've seen your appearances on Infowars and and uh, Greg with Greg Hunter. Some of my favorite times. Uh, Greg Hunter. And you've got a Steemit channel, or you're on Steemit as well as YouTube. So, folks, I would urge everyone to check uh, uh, check check our guest out on those channels. But um, for people that are interested, and this is again, this I'm curious about this. Mm-hmm. For somebody like me, um, mm-hmm. after I watch your videos, after I kind of get familiar uh, with with your writings and such, do you have any any book from TradersChoice.net that you would recommend me? Uh, a guy like me getting to kind of get familiar with you know how to do things or what I should be doing and I mean absolutely okay. and it's it's a hundred percent free I give it away oh. uh, if you go to if you go to my my website traderschoice.net you're going to see a little thing over there says free download it's literally free I don't ask for anything just click on it here. Uh, click on that and you can download it's a brief that'll tell you uh, basically some of the tricks of this trade. Uh, and I, I, I would suggest getting it again. It doesn't, won't cost you a penny. It won't cost you anything. It's absolutely 100% free. Start off with that. Okay. Um, and then get out there and start reading everything you can. Learn about the markets. Uh, and, and you don't let anyone try to overcomplicate this. It's not that hard. Look, a call means you're, be- you're, if you're buying a call, it means you're expecting the underlying asset, let's say it's Facebook, to go higher. If you're buying a put, that means you're expecting the underlying asset, let's again say it's Facebook, to go down. It, it, it's really not, you know, there's, there's no there's no real secret formula to this. It's a matter of looking at the technical charts, uh, trying to get a handle on, on what's going on, trying not to second guess yourself. But that's where a lot of people get themselves into trouble here. Um, if you if you if you're looking at let's say I'm a technical trader, meaning that I'm I'm pretty much deciphering or at least trying to understand the language of the chart. Uh, charts are a language, just like anything else here. Sometimes they'll lie to you, sometimes they won't lie to you, and sometimes you'll lie to yourself. Sometimes you'll uh, an individual will look at a chart and see 
something that he or she believes is there, but it's not there because they want it to be there. Get out of that. This is a trap that I think hurts a lot of new people that want to get involved in here. Disconnect yourself. Try to make this emotionless. Don't think about, oh my goodness, I lost X amount of dollars next month. You can't think of it like that. I have had entire months where I've had losing trades. There's no doubt about it. But then I'll go on a streak that'll rip for like four months while I have like 20 uh, successful trades in a row. So you you got to get out of that too. You you got to think of things in longer. Although you're trading, you know, meaning for someone like myself that is a swing trader, uh, I'm holding positions from days to weeks. Uh, I don't day trade. Will I day trade once in a while? Sure. If I buy a, a, a an option on whatever the Tesla, for example, and all of a sudden it takes off by the end of the trading day, and I say, hey, you know, I'm happy with my profit. I'll close it. But generally, that's not what I do. I don't look to day trade. I don't think, and I've known a lot of people over the years, very, very few people can actually day trade, intraday trade, and make it work over time. Some can, but if, you, if you're one of these that can intraday trade and be successful, you're smarter than I am. I'm going to tell you right now. I've tried it. I can't get it to work. So from, for me, how I get it to work is, again, by swing trading, holding positions from days to weeks. Um, I think that's a, it's a lot less complicated. Um, and again, you got to look at a lot of other things too, like we spoke about in the show. What what are the fundamental factors? And what's going on around the world here? Try to try to gain a perspective on what's occurring here. What do you think may happen with regard to OPEC, for example? Uh, what do you believe the ECB is going to do with interest rates? What do you think the Federal Reserve is going to do with interest rates? You know, you got to kind of try to get a handle on what you believe is going to happen. As I mean. Even with, with, for myself, with regard to the Federal Reserve, I study what I think they're going to do and what they're doing all the time. As a matter of fact, and, and I'm really proud to say this, and anyone can check my work, I'm on public record here, in all of the years that the Federal Reserve has been talking about what they're going to do, I got it wrong once. One time in all of these years, once, and I, I, honestly, I would have to say that I don't know, I don't know of another person, even on the mainstream financial channels, who have gotten it as accurately as I have. Every time they would either raise rates or not, I would nail it, uh, and by how much too. But again, I don't pull this out of a hat. It's because I sit here and I read and I study and I try to discern what's going on here, and this is the kind of commitment. That's the other thing here. You got to be committed to, right. to this business. You can't do this part time. I don't think anyone can. Although I tried to do it part time for a really, really long time. I started <laughs> as I was practicing medicine. I was also trading too, um, and I was not nearly as successful as as I have been since I've been a full time trader because I can really focus on this now. Um, I do miss medicine. There's no doubt about it. You know how many times I thought about. Maybe going back and you know maybe picking up a shift or two here or there. I miss it. There's something really incredible um, about being involved with people on that level. But, but you're, and, you're and, still with a, a naval reserve, right? As a, a no, no, no. I no? no, I'm out of the reserve. No, okay. I'm out of the reserve. I did, I did achieve the rank of a lieutenant, right. which I'm proud of. But I've been out now for oh my lord. Well, I did, I did the navy reserve for ten years. Oh, um, so I'm out and I've been out for a while. All right. But I, I I can't say I miss that too much, honestly. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I I liked being you know uh, involved in that uh, for for the time that I did, uh, but uh, I I don't really miss that too much now. Okay. All right. 
but but it's interesting to hear you you um, compare the and and say you know man uh, you like what you're doing now as opposed to uh, you like you liked what you what you were doing before but you really like what you're doing now. Um, you know what it is with medicine? Medicine went down the toilet. Yeah. I, and I think everyone knows this. Medicine went down the toilet. When they start dictating to you as a practitioner what drugs you can order, what tests you can do, um, then you know that there's a problem here. You need to have that kind of freedom um, to interact with your patients at, on that level here. You can't say, well, you know, I want to give you this, but I can't give you this because the, because I'm restricted to only this here. And all. I can't order that test, which I feel like I need because they're not going to pay for it. You know, this is just not good. And I think that medicine is 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 is, uh, is going down the toilet. I hope I was hoping they were going to do something about it. Doesn't look like it's going to happen anytime soon here. But um, you know, we're gonna, they they got to change this. This is not good for patients. Uh, and I know this from being on the front lines. And uh, I don't know what else to say about that. I hope well, it changes. That's that's the reason why I felt like I had to get out of it. I had enough. I couldn't take it anymore. Do do, do you think? And uh, I know this is kind of a, a left-handed question here. or but but do you think what you've seen just happened over the last I don't know couple of weeks will will our system of medicine and, and I know that the objective here is socialized medicine the single single payer system is that where we're headed or can we unscrew this massive screw up that we've entered into I think that's the, that's what they want look the the uh, I don't know what you want to the label that you want to put on it the the deep state whatever it might be here yeah. uh, they they don't want um, America uh, to stand the way that it has uh, since its inception here uh, they they and they were uh, it's very frightening to see that there are many people here in our country who are willing to give up everything uh, and 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 who want to um, be degraded. Into um, a a feudal system. Uh, they, that's really what they want here. Many people do. I am obviously not one of them. And but it's it, it's insane. And I think we have to fight for what we believe in uh, and not let them win. Um, Amen. Yeah. And, and I think I think it takes a lot of integrity. You're speaking about about you to really to, to take a step back, given your experience, and say, you know what. This is the way it is, and uh, and I don't. I'm not liking the way the system, and I certainly am glad I'm, I'm out of it. You know, given the uh, parameters in which you were forced into, um, mm. and, and I really think it's. Uh, and, and thank you for your service as a as a physician, but um, it, it's a shame because I think that the best country in the world, best healthcare yeah. in the world, really screwed up, man. Wow. Yeah. Well, I was, I was actually, I actually practiced as a PA, a physician assistant. Okay. But I did the same job. It's the same job, yeah. different title. Yeah. <laughs> it really, it really is. In practice, anyone out here who wants to be a PA, I, I think it's the greatest field. Uh, I really do. It's unfortunate what they have done to this. Um, I, I loved it for many, many years. I mean, I, I can tell you that there were times when I would, I, I did a lot of years in emergency medicine, level one trauma center, and there'd be days where, you know, I was involved in, in, in helping someone survive, literally, literally save lives. And when you walk out of your job and you feel like, I really, really made a difference today uh, as a human being, I mean, that you can't get higher than that. 
uh, and they, I don't care how, how many trades I make and how much cash I might make on a successful, on a successful trade or two or three, it will never reach the height of being, uh, able to tell a family member, you know what? Your, your, your wife, your husband, your child is going to be okay. Uh, there's nothing that can touch that. Nothing. Absolutely. Uh, And I'm very proud to have been involved in that for all the years. Um, but again, it is changing. It's very sad. It's got, it's got to, something's got to be done. And, and, and see, even though you've been on the SGT report and Greg Hunter, I'm so glad to, to get to know Gregory Manorino, the man. And, and that, that to me, it tells me a lot about, about you, the man. And, and that's tremendous. Uh, we only have a few minutes left here, uh, we, because we skipped the bottom of the hour break. We've got some adjustments to make at the top of the hour. Long story short, uh, we got about, uh, five minutes or so. Let me ask you, um, well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to turn this over to you. The message we've got right now, um, I, I don't know, a whole bunch of over 50 countries right now that are either watching on YouTube or via, uh, listening via satellite uh, or other platforms. Um, what do you want to say to, to our listeners that you think that needs to be said that hasn't been said or needs to be reiterated and reinforced? You know, look... Uh... It's that's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a huge to sit here and think about that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll tell you, I, I, I I'm gonna fall back on something I've been saying here for for years. And if anyone has followed my work, they they've heard me say this hundreds of times. And I believe this again. I guess it goes back to my days in in medicine and before that. I really believe in my heart that every one of us here is responsible. We're all responsible for each other. Okay, and not just family members. You're, we, we need to start to think along those lines here. Uh, and although our governments um, want to keep us separated by, by race, by gender, by age, by you know what, look, they, they want to, that's part of their, uh, their platform here, divide and conquer. If we can understand that that's what they want to do, that's what they have been successful in doing throughout the centuries and we keep falling into that same trap you know if we can get out of that mentality we're all going to be better off um, and you'll feel better too so, and, and that's really a lot to do with why I do it look I don't have to sit here on YouTube and talk about the markets I don't have to put up stock picks for people to follow I don't have to sit there and say okay this is what I think you should do I feel like it's a responsibility I feel like I've get, been given something um, that I want to pay forward it's just so important to do that and that's the one thing I, I do ask for something when people are, are using let's say going to my website traderschoice.net and let's say right now if you go to my website you'll see my exact position triple Q calls I think I have uh, I forgot what I bought out there October, September calls I have my exact position posted there yep. if someone is successful I say take a little percentage of that trade and donate it to a charity that you believe in, pay it forward. If you're not doing that, if you're using my stock picks and you're not doing that, I, I would be very, very disappointed because I talk about it all the time. I don't ask for anything. This is what I just would like people to do, except the fact that they are respond we're all responsible for each other and just pay it forward. If you do that, I can promise you, you'll have a better life. I'm going to tell you, that, that is very generous of you, and it's very um, telling of you, and, and that's fantastic. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for your gift thank of time you. again. And uh, people can follow you, of course, on your YouTube channel, 
on your Twitter channel. Just go to traderschoice.net. All of the um, uh, off links are available via that location, correct? Am I missing anything? Absolutely. Go to my website and get that free get that free book, free ebook. Download it right now. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna download that right after the uh, right right after this episode because uh, I I want really want to get uh, increase my understanding of it. You've been a wonderful guest. I want to say thank you so much. The the work that you do and and how you really presented um, everything really uh, go back and folks go back and listen to what what uh, Mr. Manorino had said. And because it makes perfect sense. And I do hope, I really hope that we don't have a future like Venezuela. At least not, you know, at least not how we're headed right now. Man, it's crazy. Yeah. But, but I do believe that, uh, um, many of the uh, financial analysts are, are watching you very closely. That is for sure. My friend. You know, some of them are. <laughs> uh, I, uh, yeah. My friend, thank you so very much. I do hope you'll come back and and uh, visit with us from time to time. Give us give us kind of a uh, temperature reading on the market and about our economy and such, and and uh, tell us how we're how we're doing and uh, what next steps to take. But uh, thank you for your appearance. Thank you too. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to come back. Just All right. shoot me an email. We'll set it up. All right, brother. Thank you so very much. God bless you, you, my friend. Stay safe. You too. All right, Gregory Menorino. I, I got to tell you, what an interesting um, when you look at when you look at the markets and when you and, and this is something that that people have. I I, I see this very in, in closing here. I see this happen a lot. The survivalist prepper mentality. The people who understand. Look, this the whole system is rigged. This whole system is is nothing but a smoke and mirrors. It's a shell game. You can understand that and still take part. In, when I say take part in it, um, benefit from that information and, and become um, um, uh, use that to your advantage, shall I say? Because what you're doing is is actually benefiting yourself, obviously, and, and, and you know your, your family. So I wouldn't discount. For example, just because it is a rigged system, if you know that going in and you understand how to circumvent some of those, what would you call it? Those those bear traps. Do it. Do it. Uh, Mr. Manorino is doing, and and that's making a difference by exploiting the vulnerabilities of those who have set those traps, and that to me is smart accounting indeed. Now I'm going to tell you what we're going to be doing in the last hour. Because Standeo is not, he is not um, uh, going to be on tonight uh, because of he had an operation, and and we wish him well. Um, he had an operation last week, last Friday, and he's still not up to par. So you know he's got back problems. So I want you to say a prayer for him, and even even send them an email. Him and Holly wish them the best. But here's what I here's what I asked Eric the tech to do, and. Eric, the tech said, "Okay, this is you know I can I can do this." And I want to thank Todd from Global Star Radio Network, and I want to thank uh, uh, John Robertson as well. But here's what uh, here's what we're going to do for the third hour. And, and I've gotten so many people have said, "You know, when are you going to put your 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 day show, your nine to ten show, on YouTube?" Well, I went through something today. Nine to ten our 9 to 10 show. In case you didn't hear it, you're in for a treat because I'm going to replay this. Or Actually, uh, Todd from Global Star Radio Network, Eric the Tech is going to replay what I, my earlier program 
from 9 to 10. And here's why. Here's why. Yeah, I got this. Hold on, hold on. I got this. Here's why. Um, the playbook. David Brock's Deep State Playbook, 49 pages, was just published on the Internet. Now, if you... Uh, and I get into this. I get into this, and I talk about this. Uh, I read... I downloaded this this playbook. Um, I'm trying just trying to find it. Okay. It's called... Actually, the individual who brought this out, it's on a website called MediaEqualizer.com. Jeff Reynolds is the author behind this. And he had posted this playbook. The article title in which the playbook is embedded is called Silencing All Opposition Voices Inside the Media Matters Playbook. Now, what... And after I downloaded this document, all 49 pages, matched it with Andrew Kerr, what he had given us, remember Andrew Kerr, and also taken some of the pages. And I I was doing this after, uh, while I was watching Rudy, like from 4 to 6 o'clock in the morning, and I'm going through all of this and uh, in preparation for the show. But when I started connecting the dots... Uh, and and Reynolds did a, just a fantastic job on this, but this 49-page document that's marked private and confidential, the entire anti-Donald Trump agenda is laid out. Now, I really want you to listen to this. So, although this is a this is my morning program, and by the way, this will give you an idea, a flavor of what I do in the morning. Okay, because uh, Joe and John already uploaded. Uh, one of their shows to YouTube. I don't have any on YouTube, but this will give you an example of what I do. But anyway, this 49-page document that's marked private and confidential, the entire anti-President Donald Trump agenda is laid out. It's entitled, well, it's titled Document, or, yeah, Document, Democracy Matters, Strategic Plan for Action, and it lists four progressive communist socialist uh, enemies of the state partner organizations, Media Matters for America, American Bridge 21st Century, CREW, that's the acronym for Citizens uh, for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington, which, again, I chuckle every time I say that, and Share Blue. Now, these are some of the most well-funded, well-organized, well-entrenched, well-known progressive communist socialist organizations in the United States and really across the world. But when you look at this, and I explain this in the next hour, in the next hour, please listen to this. And if you like what you hear, what you are hearing the next hour is my morning program. So share it. And and you can actually follow me in the morning, as you can follow John and Joe in the afternoon via BTR. You go there and you click the little follow button, you know, if you like what you hear. And I posted this on Facebook and Twitter and because I thought this was so important. But tonight you're going to be treated to this, and listen to what, listen to what I've got to say on this, because we, I'm sorry, Eric, you said what? one minute, okay. Uh, Eric's giving me a countdown on this. So what you're going to hear next is my explanation of my analysis after downloading this strategic guide, looking through this, taking what Andrew Kerr said, taking what uh, some of the other analysts have said 
putting this all together and seeing what is being planned for this administration and hence for you and for us for us meaning the new media we have the crosshairs on our back as does Sean Hannity Peter Chauka talks about that bottom line folks they take out they take out Sean Hannity they're going to take out us ultimately Donald Trump our republic is at stake take a listen until tomorrow God bless tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock Doug Hagman Show You are listening to the Doug Hagman Radio Show weekdays 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern Time and now the man behind the mic a private investigator with over 30 years under his belt Doug Hagman Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Hagman, where it's 9 a.m. on the East Coast of America, 6 a.m. on the West Coast, and it's Tuesday, August 8th, 2017. The Deep State still, again, continuing to take down an American president, American presidency, and with him, our constitutional republic. And to shed some light on that today, yesterday, it's interesting because a um, website MediaEqualizer.com, uh, uh, in an article by the title of which, Silencing, Silencing All Opposition Voices Inside the Media Matters Playbook. Well, folks, I've got the 49-page Media Matters Playbook. It, but, but according to Jeff Reynolds and what Jeff Reynolds wrote, uh, he writes this, even to the casual observers, it's been obvious for months that the left is orchestrating a tightly coordinated campaign to undermine and delegitimize the current presidential administration. I said this right from the beginning, right during the campaign, or be, uh, as soon as he was elected. I said it's, it's going to be an uphill battle, and it is. Now, this, uh, this document, this 49-page document, to read this, to see it, to, to look at it. This is the playbook. This is everything that uh, our guests, such as Peter Chauka, has been talking about, Michael Snyder, all of the guests associated with uh, WND. Uh, this is it. This explains it all. And that's the topic of this program. Because at the end of the day, it is to silence the opposition in order to delegitimize the agenda or to delegitimize President Donald Trump, the presidency, to destroy to sh- uh, destroy our constitutional republic, to shred our constitution. That's what this is all about, to put us on this utopian road to hell, this Marxist-Leninist, this communist agenda, this globalist agenda. That's what this is all about. So buckle in, grab a cup of coffee, whether you're working, driving, hey, doing the dishes, whatever, just cozy on up to the radio, to the computer, whatever device you're listening to this program on, and get ready for some information because I've got it for you. The article by Jeff Reynolds yesterday, uh, Reynolds writes, as an extension of the decades-long campaign, to wrestle the narrative away from conservatives, independents, and centrists. They're smearing right-leaning commentators with anything they can find. 
In the takedown of Bill O'Reilly and Monica Crowley and attempted hit on Sean Hannity, for example, it's more than evident. And just this week, of course, we saw uh, the suspension of Fox News' Eric Bowling. This is even more proof. And I believe I was one of the first, Peter Chaka was one of the first to come out and say, look, they've got to take down Fox News. Remember, I had said last night on our regular program, and I said it uh, earlier this week, in fact, during the weekend, I believe, uh, the uh, Saturday special I did, anytime there's a report on Donald Trump, 93% is negative on CNN and MSNBC. And there's a sliding scale from 93% to 52%. 52% of the time, the reporting is negative about Donald Trump on Fox News. You want to talk about fair and balanced, 50-50, pretty close, right? 50-50, pretty close with Fox News. Now, when you get into the 90s, of course, you can see clearly there is an agenda at play. Who's behind this? What's behind this? What's their end game objective? You think you know, and I'm sure to a large extent you do know, but we need to take a look at the larger picture. Name names. Expose the playbook. Expose the tactics. And this will shed light, shed context on everything we've seen from that 40-minute tarmac meeting with Elizabeth Carlyle and Billy Bubba Clinton. Oh, wait, you don't know who Elizabeth Carlyle is. Of course you do. Elizabeth Carlyle, that's the alias used by Loretta Lynch in the email documents or in the documents that were discovered by or uh, uh, received by the ACLJ, Jay Seculo. All right, Elizabeth Carlyle using that alias. And the 420 pages received by the ACLJ prove beyond any shadow of any doubt direct collusion between the FBI, the Department of Justice, the Obama regime, the, the, the players there, and the media. In what, in what free country is this proper? The answer, none. You know, we have a special counsel, Robert Mueller, right now, in my view, on a fishing expedition, engaged in a fishing expedition, investing in crimes where criminality where there is none, and, and impaneling a grand jury, hitting on, focusing on ties. Clinton, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Donald Trump's alleged ties to Russia, when in fact there is ample documentation of Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton's ties to Russia, for example, via Uranium One. And if you want to really understand what Uranium One is all about, the book by Peter Schweitzer, Clinton Cash, the untold story of how and why foreign governments and businesses help make Bill and Hillary rich. Let me tell you that that book ex- lays it all out. And if I have time, I'll, I'll just uh, cite a couple of excerpts from that book. I've got it in front of me. It's it's my go-to resource on matters like this. But you've got a raging battle to the depths never before seen in the American politics. Uh, folks, we need to be very concerned about what is taking place because 
our, our country is at stake. Our way of life is at stake. That the playbook, 49-page playbook that I've got, that I will post to homelandsecurityus.com and make available to the Hagman Report, hagmanreport.com, says it all. The people in the crosshairs are you and me. But first, they, they must take down Sean Hannity. They must take him down. They must take down the right wing, well, no, the independent media. See? Right wing media. That's, that's how they're labeling this. This isn't right and left at all. This is right and wrong. The Media Matters Playbook lays this out. This is a 49-page document. It's marked private and confidential. The entire anti-Trump plan is clearly defined. Titled Democracy Matters, Strategic Plan for Action. It lists four, four leftist partner organizations. Again, this is spelled out by Jeff Reynolds in, in a, just an amazingly great piece of investigative work at the website mediaequalizer.com I'll link to it but I've got to give him him credit I read through this 49 page document I read through the entire thing and looked at it and and as a matter of fact what came to mind was during during the Hagman report when Andrew Kerr had come on as a guest excuse me and talked about media matters in the American Bridge 21st Century all of David Brock's organizations. This is what this is all about. Again, the four leftist partner organizations in this anti-Trump, anti-American, anti-constitutional plan titled Democracy Matters, Strategic Plan for Action. The four leftist or progressive or communist, in my view, partner organizations include... Media Matters, American Bridge, 21st Century, CREW, that's the acronym for Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington, and of course, Share Blue. Now, I've talked about each of these groups in the past. I've got a couple of YouTube videos from earlier this year where I've named them. And uh, now these are some of the most well-funded, well-entrenched, well-known progressive communist leftist uh, socialist organizations in on the planet and especially in America and you know who the key backer is right okay cue the jeopardy music you don't have, you don't need that you know it's it's billionaire Jorge Soros George Soros is a key backer so what's the plan What's the plan that, that, that's outlined in this confidential 49-page playbook? It's clear. Absolute, complete control over political discourse in America. That's exactly what's taking place right now. And they're taking out conservatives and especially Christian conservatives, one by one. 
they're going after Sean Hannity. And, and in the, again, the reason I bring him up is because you've got, you've got the, the, the corporate media as a whole. And we'll say from left to right, the far left being MSNBC, NBC, CNN, and such. And then on the right, you've got Fox News. Well, Fox News, post-Roger Ailes, the Murdoch boys now taking over, as Peter Chowka has so eloquently written about an American thinker and Hagman report, Sean Hannity is about the only host within Fox News who is beating this drum hard. The beating the drum that we need to protect our uh, our president, our presidency. We need to expose the deep state. Few people are calling this uh, calling out the deep state in the media. So obviously the target is going to be Sean Hannity. He's a little bit more difficult to take out because certainly he doesn't have the proclivities, we'll say, of a Bill O'Reilly necessarily, or or perhaps yet unproven Eric Bowling, for example. So, but in this document, this is key. They lay it out absolutely without any question. In fact, it's in their introduction. They state, we are going to contest every effort at every level of government to limit rights, rescind protections, entrench inequality, redistribute wealth upwards, or in any other way fundamentally undermine undermine the tenants of of egalitarianism that must serve as the bedrock of our democracy. Now, if you fully understand that mission statement, burn it all down, essentially, shut people up, limit rights, take away any protections entrench inequality Hmm. let me read that again we are going to contest every effort at every level of government to limit rights rescind protections entrench inequality redistribute wealth upwards or in any other way fundamentally undermine the tenets of egalitarianism that must serve as the bedrock of our democracy. Now, Mr. Reynolds, writing this article, goes further. His analysis goes further. I've got my own analysis, but his analysis goes a little bit further. Their motivation, in particular. He writes, their motivation is obvious. The continued erosion of our constitutional republic, forming a direct democracy with the elite left permanently in charge. It's communism. Flat out. Of course, 
Media Matters and American Bridge have been doing this for years. Now, regarding American Bridge, the introduction says, American Bridge will cement itself as the standard bearer of opposition research. Remember that phrase, opposition research, because that's what this is. And opposition research is, in in my view, by my analysis, is nothing more than a weapon. Opposition research includes, again, this is my view, weaponized intelligence. You wonder why, for example, Obama made changes to Executive Order 12333, which was created under Reagan and then refined, and, and opened up the ability to unmask and to access um, intelligence from three agencies to also or to sixteen, and and to grant access to people who really don't need access. They are weaponizing intelligence. But but let me get back to what Mr. Reynolds states. The introduction says about American Bridge. That is, they're going to be the standard bearer of opposition research. Build on its role as a progressive clearinghouse for information that drives the narrative on Republican office holders for candidates, and be at the epicenter of Democrats' work to regain power, starting in 2017 and building to 2020. Now, here, according to this document, here is what. Here's what success will look like. Number one. Now, these are not numbered, but, but, okay, Trump will be defeated, either through impeachment or at the ballot box in 2020. You've got Maxine Waters out there yipping her mouth off saying, impeach Trump, I mean, since day one. Number two, the balance of power will shift back to the Democrats we will measurably impact the U.S. Senate, the governor's races, and state legislative races. Now, the balance of power will shift back to the Democrats. To me, and I think to any reasonable, sane, rational, and thinking individual with intellect, you understand we're not talking about Democrats and Republicans. We're talking about, uh, when we talk about Democrats, we're talking about progressives, socialists, and, and, and even to some extent communists, as we have seen, for example, um, just take John Brennan, uh, for example. Um, look, the backing of the communist agenda in this country, by especially by the progressives, this has never been stronger than uh, this. Even this goes well beyond what Senator Joe McCarthy had uncovered in in 1950, and in the early 1950s, and was summarily shut down uh, through uh, through obviously through politics. But without getting into that, now. One more number, or one more uh, aspect of this. We will free ourselves from solely relying um, in the press. We will free ourselves from solely relying in the press. Our robust digital program will reach voters directly online. 
Now, this is absolutely typical for American Bridge, according to this author, which was formed in 2010. That's seven years ago. And they they invented the tracker position, which is a paid position for progressives to record every Republican officeholder and candidate in every public forum they can get into with the intent of finding any statement that they can use against them. Now, now here's the key. I have said this often, and people may not have caught it. If you listen to the pro, our, our main program from 7 to 10, the Hagman Report, you, you may not have caught this. But what is taking place, at least in our case, they're attempting to shut us up uh, in the same fashion. There are people, and I, and I can tell you this, there are people out there who are tasked and do nothing but transcribe our shows. In a way, I'd love to be able to get my hands on the transcripts because that's a huge expense by themselves, by itself. But nonetheless, this is for a number of purposes. And this is taking place not just with us, but with other shows like ours as well. The key here and issue is lawfare. When I say lawfare, I'm talking about using the United States legal system as a weapon to shut down programs like ours and specifically our program. You know, it's public information that I, I, me personally, along with Steve Quayle, as a matter of fact, we're co-defendants in a multi-million dollar legal suit. It's a couple of years old right now. It's still going on. But in my personal view, it is without merit. But the reason I brought this up, and I think it's an important reason, is that the tactics, for example, to require the Hagman report, Doug Hagman, the Hagman um, uh, team to expend money, time, resources, hire lawyers. That's the intent. You want to shut a business down, bleed them dry. Thankfully, we've got some terrific attorneys, expensive nonetheless, but, but, but you see, this is part of the tactic to shut down a free and independent voice. Those people who are, like us, who are exposing the evils, the, the words, our words, are turned around. We are sullied. Our reputations are sullied. We are required to, to defend the insane accusations. But this is part and parcel to this opposition research. Without, I mean, without even making this personal, this is what this is all about. Don't forget American Oversight. It's a group that was started by Barack Hussein Obama, former president who's still in Washington, on Embassy Row. He's got a group of attorneys 
They, they do nothing but file ethics complaints against our current president. Why? There's nothing that disrupts the agenda of a current president or a leader than having to play offense and defense. This is what is taking place. With the publication now of this playbook, this 49-page document, you can see how this template is being used in every aspect against the conservatives and Christian conservatives. Every, every entity, whether it is the president, the presidency, the uh, elected officials who are, who adhere to the conservative ideology, who have a, a Bible-based Christian background, take them down, take them out, keep them busy on defense. Meanwhile, we're going to shove our uh, agenda forward. That's what's taking place. And believe me, Donald Trump is a marked man. Conservatives in Washington, if there are any true conservatives left, are marked men. Talk show hosts who are Christian conservatives are marked. And yet you will see Christians and self-professed Christians and self-professed conservatives, whether they be bloggers or, or, or YouTubers or whatever, pile on, jump on this bandwagon, whether it be out of ego or some struggle for relevance. But the objective is to take out the opposition. It's clear. Now it's written. We've seen it. It's here. 49 pages. Media Matters and American Bridge 21st Century. They're both the brainchilds of David Brock. They receive funding from the network of public employee unions and progressive super donors, such as George Soros, and and many others, individuals and businesses. Brock, he serves as the chairman of the board of directors for Crew, as well as holding a majority of ownership stake in ShareBlue. David Brock, by the way, the ex-lover slash boyfriend slash husband-to-be, I don't know what, of James Alafontis. It's funny how these circles work, isn't it? With respect to this document, all four organizations have assignments in the campaign media matters. They're charged with, and I quote, disarming right-wing disinformation while leading the fight against the next generation of conservative disinformation. Now, give me an example of that, you might ask. How about any talk about the Seth Rich homicide? How about any talk about Pedogate or Pizzagate, for example? How about any talk about Benghazi, Fast and Furious, whatever? They call that right-wing disinformation. Again, this is not, and I stress this, this is not right versus left. To me, this is right versus wrong. And to take even a, a further step back, good versus evil, or evil versus good. 
now the acronym CREW, the citizens for um, uh, the citizens for responsibility and ethics in Washington. <laughs> I, I, I laugh because those words just don't seem to fit together. Um, but but uh, CREW, they're branded as a leading nonprofit ethics watchdog group that will demand ethical conduct from the administration in all parts of government, expose improper influence from powerful interests, and ensure accountability when the administration and others shirk ethical standards, rules, and laws. Where were they while Hillary Clinton was Secretary of State and Bill Clinton was out making speeches and during this, the period of, their period of self-enrichment in the, Clinton's, uh, in the Clinton Foundation it, during the, um, the uh, um, self-enrichment, the politics of destru- or the, uh, um, uh, the self-enrichment via destruction, the Haiti earthquake, for example. Where, where were they investigating uh, the ethics behind the Clinton Foundation's role in the Haiti earthquake relief? Where were they when Laura Silsby was was caught at the Haitian border with 33 so-called orphans who, whoops, turned out not to be orphans? But, uh, but I digress. What about Cher Blue? I've talked about these before. Y- you can look on our YouTube channel and you can find my my uh, exposés, my reports on these organizations. But what's ShareBlue? What are they tasked with? ShareBlue, they're going to take back social media for Democrats. Some people might recall that back in 2013, I guess it was, I think it was right after the uh, re-election of Barack Hussein Obama, I had been given information that a number of people were hired specifically to do nothing but to counter any type of conservative discussion, to create thread drift on forums, to redirect the conversation, and to mock, ridicule, and ultimately neutralize any kind of truth that was that, that came out about the progressives, about the Clintons, about Obama, uh, about the infrastructure of our government under the Obama regime. Now, their share blue, again, their their venue is social media. Their purpose is to. Their purpose is to um, delegitimize the presidency of Donald Trump by emboldening the opposition. It's the mission of crew that is most concerning. Again, this according to Jeff Reynolds, the author. But I read this in the playbook. I had to, I had to go through this. I, I took copious notes, and I'm looking at this, and I'm going to be writing about this and speaking more about this. But according to the playbook, what what does success look like? 
our president, President Donald Trump, will be afflicted by a steady flow of damaging information, new revelations, and an inability to avoid conflict issues. Think about that for a moment. What are we seeing happen today? Leaks seven times any previous administration. In fact, 125 leaks in the 126-day period, according to one report, according to Sean Hannity, according to Fox News. And these are not typical leaks. No, these are these are leaks. Uh, even most recently, Donald Trump's conversation with foreign heads of state. How do you think that? What kind of effect do you think that has? as our president attempts to do his job. Do you think the head of a foreign government is going to pick up the red phone and talk candidly to our president, knowing that there is a distinct possibility that all words spoken are going to appear in the Washington Post the next day or the next week? This is the stated objective of these people. If you're not outraged by this, you're not paying attention. The Trump administration, they are going to force the Trump administration to defend any perceived illegal conduct in a courtroom. This according to the playbook. And they're going after powerful industries and interest groups. They, they, they want to strike at any kind of industry or group to make sure that, that, that Donald Trump, the presidency, is toxic to them. So, for example, I'll just give you an example. As I read through this book, and I was trying to think of different examples from an investigative viewpoint. Let's say you're the CEO of the ABC Corporation. Well, you go to, you go to um, meet with Donald Trump about, for example, let's say you're invited to the White House to talk about expansion and job creation. It is the mission of crew, for example, to make that relationship toxic, create a public perception that will take out or, or, or to degrade or to publicly besmirch the ABC Corporation. These are mob tactics. Oh, oh, how about this one? I about fell over when I fell back in my chair when when I read this, and it's in black and white in this manual. Dark money will be a political liability in key states. Now, it's ironic, for example, as pointed out by Mr. Reynolds, that they point to dark money as a target, as all four of these groups that I just mentioned that comprise this this document, that are named in this document, are the epicenter of those very campaigns that are fueling the war against conservatives and others in America. 
this is going to be big news. It hasn't. It has not big news in the conservative uh, uh, venue in the world of the conservatives. This will be big news. I guarantee you, the the mainstream media is going to try to bury this. They're going to bury this, and then they're going to bury the shovel that they used to, to dig the hole. That's how. That's how dangerous exposing this document is. Because all of it, all of it provides the plan, the outline, the playbook by the deep state to take down our country, to take down our president, and with him our constitutional republic. The battle is raging, again, to depths that we've never seen before. And notice that the individuals, groups, that, that I'm speaking of, named in this in this uh, document, again David Brock. These are our political operatives having a policy of destruction. None of this is making America great, or or none of this is uplifting. How can we help the? How can we help the the Democratic Party, for example? It's almost forgivable if you can if you could see any redeemable quality here of saying of them saying well you know what we need to elevate the Republican or the Democratic Party in this case um, in in order to become more relatable to the American public and maybe we'll win the next election. That's not what this is saying. This is saying okay we're going to burn everything down. We can't have it. We're going to burn it down. Now, I want to I want to tell you as well as, and I think people know this, but I just want to reaffirm this: what the Hagman Report has done, because it's easy, relatively easy. I shouldn't say easy, but relatively easy, to sit behind a microphone and to grouse about the news, or or to point things like this out, these finds. It's important. It's a, it's a very important task, absolutely required task to do. But then there's that question. What are we going to do about it? And who's going to do what about it? You know, it's, a, it's like that schoolyard or, or, or alley bully. Yeah, what are you going to do about it? I just took your lunch. What are you going to do about it? Well, that's where, in a, um, and I'm very proud to announce, that's where we've come in. What we've done, what... Um, the Hagman Report has done, in addition to uh, bringing John Robertson here uh, from the West Coast, <coughs> excuse me, to to create uh, to 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 really advance the show. And I think that, that our seven to ten show has really has really brought some absolutely phenomenal guests, relevant guests. I mean, Michael Snyder was on last night. Peter Chauka was on last night. We're going to be bringing in Michelle Bachman. Uh, Perhaps Senator Jim Inoff and others, some just stellar individuals, people who are making a difference in this world. So, number one, we we are going to continue exposing the the crimes, the wrongdoing, and I'm going to thank John Robertson publicly 
for his work in doing that. And of course, John and Joe have a show, 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Global Star Radio Network and BTR as well, which complements my show from 9 to 10 in the morning Eastern Time, which complements the mainstay show, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, the Hagman Report. All right, so... We've expanded our broadcasting platform for the purpose of providing additional information, exposing the evil deeds of the progressives and the communists. And that's part of the equation. But then there there comes that, what are you going to do about it? Because of your support, and if I may, let me ask again, in fact, beg for your support, your financial support to keep us going, because here's what we are doing behind the scenes. And I've spoken about this before. And and I, I've got to tell you, this is working. We are seeing the fruits of this uh, right now. We, are, we have created, we have assembled a team of accredited investigators, multi-state licensed investigators at the top of, of their games to infiltrate various groups. Indivisible, Revcom, Antifa. I I could name these groups and to report back as to what's taking place. Providing this information to the public, to you. And and accordingly to to people we know within the law enforcement community who can do things about it. Now we've seen, it's unfortunate because we've seen um, what happened in, in Portland over the weekend it's, it's unfortunate because the information provided there, well, there was a stand-down order and there was bloodshed. But but in many cases, bloodshed can be and has been averted. Some things have been shut down already. Some people have been exposed, and I do suspect some arrests will be made. As well as the pedigate angle, as too. You've, people don't have any idea... Pizzagate is real. Pedigate is real. It's just not represented. It hasn't been represented properly, especially with Pizzagate. Now, I, I will say this. No one, uh, including but not limited to Jones and, and um, Alex Jones and uh, um, Sean Hannity, have walked anything back with respect to the, the uh, elements of Pedigate. It's just the characterization of what is known as Pizzagate has, has been redefined as well it should be because what is taking place right now is the use of ch- children and human well, people as human capital. The sex trade, the drug trade, the weapons trade. It, it all goes hand in hand. The rat lines, the uh, all of this goes together to fund the deep state, the black budget. But we've we have uh, we've assemb- we've assemb- assembled a team of of, investig- of investigators and some investigative journalists who are involved in the infiltration of these groups and reporting back to you. This is really, to, to me, I, I, look, this is what needs to be done. We are being proactive while we are keeping everyone informed. 
And, and we thank you for it. If you have helped us financially, I want to thank you for that from the bottom of my heart, from the bottom of our hearts, because we need this. It costs money. And I often mention this. Um, you know, when you, you open up your electric bill for your studio, and, and it's four figures. It, wow, for, for a month. Wow. I didn't expect that. But nonetheless, it costs money to do what we do. So thank you so much for all of those who have helped. And, and if you can't help, look, I get that. Man, more, I mean, people are living paycheck to paycheck today. And, and it's, it, it's, it's a, it's, I'll say it's a sin for what our government, especially in the last eight years, has done to us. But I'm going to say really the last hundred years, how they have just really gone after our wealth. And by wealth, I mean the hard-earned money that we all make. But having said all of that, uh, thank you for what you've done. Thank you. If you're considering doing it, thank you. Our um, our uh, information on how to contribute is, is on the front page of our website, HagmanReport.com. We, there's a PayPal link there. Our address is on there. Um, and if you have, thank you. And, and if you can't, no problem. Just spread the word about the program and, sp- and, and tell people about what's really going on if you do nothing else. Or just say a prayer for us. I mean, that, 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 that's fine. But here's the bottom line with this. We have to win. I, I know in the end, in the larger picture, the Bible, of course, I truly believe the, the Bible as the inerrant word of God and the prophetic implications of what we're seeing today. I, I do know the larger picture. We will win. But we still, it doesn't mean that we have a past, that we don't have to fight because we do. We're tasked with with that. We have to stand up for what is right. We have to fight for what is right. Because what we, and it's just not for us. It's for our children and perhaps our grandchildren. Maybe you think, oh, we're not going to be around for that. If that's what you think, that's fine. But you know what? I like to take the approach that what I do today, it just doesn't benefit me or, or, or us, you know, of, of my age or in my age bracket. We have to think of our children. We have to think of, of the children growing up. You know, I, I look, I, I look at children. I walk my dog, Lady, the studio dog, who's with who's with us. Uh, in fact, she's with me now at the studio. But uh, when I, when I walk my dog and I see children playing, we'll say on a playground, they don't. I mean, how innocent, how innocent, and in the just not the picture of innocence. But this is why we do what we do, so they can have another day unlike the children will say in Syria or Libya or in the Middle East where the neocon Clinton, Obama, Bush doctrine has just upended their world. We here in the West, in the United States especially, in Canada and in the West, if you're listening to this in the U.K., 
or France or we have we have a we're, we're blessed so we we have to think beyond ourselves and think about our children but anyway I digress but this this document this 49 page document silencing all opposition voices the media matters playbook again 49 pages marked private and confidential it lays out the entire game plan it's called democracy matters a strategic plan for action it's david brock's baby funded by soros funded by many progressive leftist individuals and entities with the intent of disrupting the agenda of Donald Trump and any conservative and Christian and especially Christian conservatives operating in the United States and and I can even say extending into the west absolutely incredible and in a recap I just want to make sure everyone just everyone has uh, if you didn't get a chance to listen to previous shows you know the deep state really is comprised of about a half a dozen groups thereabouts you've got you've got the political operatives the people that have been instilled within government either by election or appointment that are still inside government today that are working against the conservative agenda that are progressives they are they're they're working to uh to to really throw the monkey wrench into donald trump's plans you've got the intelligence community the black hats inside the intelligence community you've got um the media you've got uh various groups like i had mentioned here the uh Media Matters and others. Then you've got the websites, for example, Right Wing Watch. To me, in my view, exist only to smear the reputations and, in my view, to defame people who care about core American values. To, To call people homophobic if one does not believe that the truly that the Bible permits homosexuality and the promiscuity at which they embrace these are the people of the deep state these are the entities of the deep state let's never forget who we're fighting against and ultimately we're fighting the we're fighting against the satanic influences Uh. And, and you know what we're seeing with Robert Mueller and this, uh, as I as I as the program gets uh, in its last uh, ten minutes or so, you know we're, we're looking at this special counsel. Mueller needs to be gone. He needs to he needs to step down. Rod Rosenstein needs to recuse himself now why Rosenstein because 
he's likely going to be a witness in this investigation. It's an investigation that he caused by a letter to the president himself. A letter to President Trump stating that Comey should be fired, that itself is being looked at as the as the element or one of the elements of obstruction of justice, a charge of obstruction of justice. Let that sink in for a moment. You've got you got people such as Rosenstein and Mueller serving, for example, Rosenstein in particular, as prosecutor, as investigator, and as a witness, all into one. How does that work? How or how is it possible that we have a special counsel investigating this Russian collusion, yet the collusion between Hillary Clinton and Putin and Russia and Bill Clinton with respect to Uranium One, just as one example, we don't. It's it's crickets. It's silence. This is certainly some subterfuge here that we're seeing. It's it's uh, certainly obvious that 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 uh, we are suffering now, or what we're seeing is Donald Trump being in office. The progressive, the progressives are taken aback by that. And of course, I, I often say that we're, we're living in one of the most perilous times in American history. Um, and I believe that before the last shards of glass from that final vase thrown by Hillary Clinton, before the, 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 the pieces of glass hit the floor on election night, the plans that you're, that you're hearing, that I just shared with you, and the plans for destabilization of Donald Trump, the presidency and the president, were well in the works. The, the resistance, capital letters, resistance, against the agenda of Donald J. Trump, against the will of the American people, were being planned. The uh, hashtag resistance meme was being forced into the public lexicon by the very people I mentioned. You know, it's I, I, I think back and, and to believe, for example, that some outsider could somehow usurp the table reservation made for Hillary Rodham Clinton. It was unthinkable. Sanders, he was tightly tossed out of the way, thanks to Debbie Wasserman Schultz and Hillary Clinton and the cadre of co-conspirators within the House of Representatives and the DNC. The smooth transition of power was assumed to go to Hillary it was never more evident than on the faces of the political pundits who all but just rent their garments on live television. And if you think this is old news, you're just rehashing some old stuff. No, you got to look at the bigger picture and understand the motives, means, and opportunities known as the deep state. Well, you were just given that through this 49-page publication. The very events today that we're seeing taking place have their beginnings in, in my view at least in the in the moments immediately following the victory of the people and they meaning the progressives they can't have that 
You've got the criminality, in my personal opinion, the the mechanisms that uh, Barack Hussein Obama, Valerie Jarrett, John Brennan, James Clapper, and others, uh, the Clintons, the, in my view, the criminality and uh, the continuation of, con- of of the conspiracy of destruction of the America we once knew. Well, instead of having a smooth transition, they had to repurpose everything. Hence, opposition. Hence, this opposition. That that should explain why, on January 12, 2017, Obama changed the rules relating to EO-12333, right? A move that abruptly permitted the NSA to share wiretapping and surveillance information it obtained from its Leviathan security apparatus with the 16 other agencies making up the uh, intelligence community. There was a 23-page procedural memo released on January 12th that detailed raw signals intelligence information or unredacted intelligence, the unmasked stuff gained from surveillance, could be more easily accessed without having to jump through a bunch of bureaucratic hoops and... Most notably, two people of prominence signing off on rule revisions, DNI, Clapper, and Attorney General Loretta Lynch. Isn't it interesting? Now we have Loretta Lynch, Elizabeth Carlyle, involved in not just this criminal conspiracy, but actively involved in covering up, I believe, the crime of the last, one of the biggest crimes of the last hundred years. It's just difficult to imagine a more perfect setup of Donald Trump by the intelligence apparatus of the deep state. You know, loyalists to the globalist agenda, specifically those loyal to the Clinton and Bush dynasties. For the, and I'll say this, the the globalist agenda, they're unbound by partisan politics. They have launched an all-out asymmetrical war against President Donald Trump and hence our constitutional republic and hence the American people. That's you and I, folks. You and I as individuals, perhaps as business people, certainly as people who work for a living. That's what's taking place in this country. Meanwhile, our investigation into the Awan clan, that's continuing Kudos to everyone covering that, the citizen journalists and, of course, people like uh, George Webb, George Webb and others uh, who we, we've had on our program to get the word out that, hey, there's compromise from within. There, it, the enemy is within. They're already inside our gates. This is, these are who we're fighting. We must always fight. We must, we must always work together and root out the evil, the corruption. Expose what we can. As Coach Dave Dobmeyer says, hey, we're in a war. We need to score a few hits on, on, on the football field. We really do. We must never shirk from our responsibilities. We must, we must fight. At whatever the cost, we must fight against these deep state sewer dwellers, swamp dwellers. And that's who these people are. More on the 49-page document. As 
tonight's program progresses. Watch HomelandSecurityUS.com, Hagman Report. Catch Joe and John's show between 2 and 3. In the meantime, take your dog for a walk, hug your spouse, send him flowers, give him a kiss. God bless you, and may God bless the United States.